ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care. Competence. Clarity. It's not just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. Is the Culver's Isthmus Bowl from Verona Area High School on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. For the first time ever, a college football bowl game in the state of Wisconsin. Good afternoon from Verona Area High School on the west side of Madison. This is the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. The WIAC and the CCIW go toe-to-toe in a first-ever college football game of its kind between two Division Three foes, the UW-River Falls Falcons and the Washington University Bears out of St. Louis. Good afternoon. My name is Jesse Nelson, joined by... Mike Padol of ESPN Milwaukee. And Mike, as we get set for this game, we've got plenty of time to talk about some of the star players. We've got time to talk about what these two teams have done this season. But let's just, first of all, tip our caps for an event unlike any other that we get to take in today. I I got to the stadium here today for the inaugural Isthmus Bowl. I didn't know it was a party. (laughs) I mean, the parking lot is packed. There's tailgating going on. There's busloads of people. There's music going on, grilling. This is awesome. The weather's gorgeous. It's cooperating in November 20th. You never know. But it's upper 40s, close to 50 degrees, gorgeous. Um, You know, sometimes, as far as the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl, sometimes there's an idea that when you hear about it you go yeah why isn't that a thi- why wasn't that a thing already mm-hmm. and so with with two premier division 3 college football conferences you know they start their playoffs this uh, today uh, a 2014 playoff 32 team playoff they start today so they do a showcase between the collegiate college of illinois Conference of Illinois and Wisconsin schools against WIAC. And um, it's brilliant. It's a brilliant idea. It's a great showcase for two really good Division three athletic programs. And that's what brings us to Verona today. Two teams that had their eyes set on a postseason berth came up just a little bit short, but a bowl game here of an inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl, a game unlike any other. These two teams get their little slice of Butterburger history this afternoon as we check out the UW-River Falls Falcons and the Washington University Bears. And Mike Padol, that's the first Culver's reference of many that you can expect throughout this broadcast oh, of the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. Absolutely. You and I, we don't need much inspiration. <laughs> Culver's, are you kidding me being the title sponsor? Are you kidding me? So we will hear from both coaches as our pregame coverage continues as we count down to kickoff at 3.05 this afternoon from Verona Area High School. The fans filing in in full force. This is going to be a fun atmosphere to take in a jam-packed college football game. Division Three, UW-River Falls and Washington University in St. Louis this afternoon on 100.5. 
ESPN. The UW River Falls Falcons, Mike Padol, 8-2 on the season. That is the most wins that the team has collected in a single season since 1996. With a win this afternoon, they match the most wins in a single season in school history with nine. When we meet the River Falls Falcons this afternoon, it's offense, offense, offense. They like lighting up that scoreboard. I hope you wore your track shoes today, Jesse Nelson. Uh, uh-oh, and, I did not. And I almost brought some neck braces because our heads are going to be going <laughs> left to right, left to right. This, When you talk about uh, River Falls, it's tempo, speed, uh, high-powered, high-flying offense. About midway through the season, I had another coach uh, when describing River Falls this season, he used the word electric. He said they're electric. They're electric to watch. And it's a style of play implemented by head football coach Matt Walker, who's been their head coach about 10, 11 years. It's really a brilliant strategy because, you know, with team, with the high-powered fo- football tradition of Whitewater, UW Oshkosh, which got to the uh, championship game a few years ago, UW Lacrosse being very good, you know, River Falls needed an identity as a football program. And so Matt Walker installed this high-powered spread offense that he that you know you use the term spread and you think about high-flying passing, mm-hmm. but he's he's very balanced. Today we're going to talk a lot of spread offense today, conceptually and why it's it, it's so popular. And, you know they run if just as much if not more than uh, than pass out of this high-speed offense. They don't huddle. They go, go, go. They put the pedal to the metal. It's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be a fun battle between two successful quarterbacks this afternoon, Cole Henriksen of UW-River Falls and Matt Rush of the Washington University Bears. Out of St. Louis, 7-3 and overall record on this season. Both of these teams finishing in third place in their respective conferences. Wash U comes up from St. Louis to play here in Verona for the Culver's Isthmus Bowl this afternoon. And Wash U, after making the jump into the CCIW just three years ago, Mike, they want to make a name for themselves, make a statement by getting a win here over a good program this afternoon. Well, Washington University and Coach Aaron Keene, very much the same story about building an identity. They stepped up in competition. They're a private school, you know, nationally renowned for their academics, and they really made a commitment to athletics across the board over the last few years. And then Aaron Keene came on board, hired two years ago, and a little thing called the COVID uh, global pandemic. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. And what a lot of people don't realize is because there was an FBS season last year, what they don't realize is that Division Three athletics were wiped out. There was no football mm-hmm. season last year. So here's here's Aaron King coming back to his alma mater to take the reins over, and his season gets canceled. Um, you know, he stayed with it, stayed with the players. 18 months later, they start up. They hadn't even had a, a padded practice, and they had their first non-conference game, and they were rusty. This is another program that does a spread offense. It's going to be fun to watch. And you, and you talked about the quarterback. He is high-powered, uh, put up just gaudy numbers. He was a junior. He's a junior coming in. Aaron Keene didn't know what he had. <laughs> He's like, I hadn't seen him play, to be honest with you. And, we had, and what are you going to do when you can't play because your season's canceled? They're very up-tempo as well. It should be a lot of fun. Wash U averages 32 points a game. 409 yards per game. UW-River Falls says we can top that. 43 points a game, 533 yards per game. 
Hopefully we will see lots of offense and lots of points on display in the first ever Culver's Isthmus Bowl from Verona Area High School. Don't go under when you're when you're putting laying a wager and predicting the Isthmus Bowl. Don't go under. It's going to be over. We will hear from both head coaches as our pregame coverage continues and we count down to kickoff of the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Wisconsin On Demand. The Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app at Wisconsin On Demand, counting down to kickoff between UW-River Falls and Washington University in St. Louis at Verona Area High School. Joined now by head coach Matt Walker in his 11th season at the helm with UW-River Falls. Coach, how you doing on Isthmus Bowl Saturday? We're doing great. We're excited to be here, obviously. It's a great opportunity for our kids. They've done an incredible job with the game and just can't wait to get going. Yeah, what's it like here? So obviously an inaugural bowl game, first opportunity for this type of thing in the state of Wisconsin, and you guys get to be a part of it. When you first got the call, when you first saw that this was a possibility, what were you thinking about this game? It's an amazing opportunity. You know, I, I've, I've been transparent and honest about the fact that, you know, we had, a, we had an outside chance to possibly get in the playoffs, and, and we're hoping that that was the case because we thought we could have made a run. You know, we got a we're hot right now, and it's been a fun season. You know, but when when that wasn't going to happen, to have this opportunity for our kids, it just feels like it shouldn't be done. This team should deserve to keep playing. So what Mike Shaw has done with the Christmas Bowl for Culver's to come on board and create this opportunity to give this chance for our kids to to play another week and display this uh, great season that we've had and represent our league. Um, I just cannot thank enough people that have made this possible. And then it's it's just blown up incredibly with people like you and, and the live stream and the social media. And it's just what an amazing event that's getting a lot of publicity. I'm just excited for our kids. They, they deserve it with all their hard work. We cannot wait. We can't wait for kickoff. Matt Walker, head coach at UW-River Falls here on the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN. And, Coach, uh, you, you talk about the opportunity for your team to keep playing. It has been a special season in River Falls. Most wins, best season overall since 1996. Best season in 25 years. What's been so special about the team this year? Well, it's been a culmination of a lot of things, but I'd give the most credit to our senior, older veteran player group just you know to, to to have battled through this COVID thing that we've all battled through to go through a 20 season where our league didn't play at all you had to really love it to, to stay with this thing and, and love this team and this group not only uh stayed committed but they just kept pushing the needle even further and and you know with this COVID deal you really have two freshman classes across the country on campus that really don't know that much about football and, and what a college football season's like and and you have all these talented young players that are looking to these older guys on how to how to do this college football thing. And, and I just have the best group of seniors I've ever had and the best leaders and work ethic. And all, every coaching cliche you can think of, you can throw at the senior group, and they've handled it very special and just led this group differently than any group I've ever had and, and created this special season. So I, I, w- I would give the credit to these seniors. Head coach Matt Walker, UW-River Falls, joining us on the Culver's Isthmus Bowl pregame show. And you talk about those seniors, coach, at quarterback and running back. It's especially apparent. Tell me a little bit about those guys. Well, Cole and Luke obviously have had special seasons. They put up numbers that will that, be talked about a long time for around here. Broken records and touchdowns and rushings and 1,000-yard rushers. And just, again, you can go on and on. But I, I think that, you know, it, 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 and here comes another cliche. But that, that group up front has just made it possible to do all these special things. 
and being a tempo offense and scoring like we do, it's really a program decision. This is not an offensive philosophy. This is a program philosophy to go fast on offense, and the defense has to buy in. And, and the way our defense is played, it just continues to give us the chance to play like this on offense. So it, it, it's been a group effort to allow these skill kids to have the special years that they've had. 43 points a game, 533 yards per game. Offense sure to be on display at the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. What are we expecting to see from uh, that side of the ball for you guys this afternoon? Well, if you like offense, you're going to be at the right place. It, you know, it, it's fireworks. It is. It looks like mass chaos as fast as you can do it, but it, there, there is a system in place, and those guys, they just play extremely hard, but I, we're a balanced machine, you know. Everyone says, "Well, what would you rather do, throw it or run?" And I said, "You're you're you're best when you can do both." And, and uh, you know, people think tempo and and going fast, and, and they think throwing the ball over the park is what comes to mind. And finesse, it's really not what we are. It's about running the football and being tougher than everybody. Um, it just allows you to do the things throwing the football because you play that way. But it's a fun style. If you haven't seen it. Uh, I think Vince Lombardi would roll over his grave watching us a little bit and, and how we teach it and talk about it. But, boy, it's a fun style of play that's it, fun to recruit to as well. Can't wait to see it in action this afternoon. Matt Walker in his 11th season as the head coach at UW-River Falls in the Culver's Isthmus Bowl this afternoon. Last one for you, Coach, because I, I saw you doing a little research ahead of time here. You were a graduate of DePaul in the class of 99, but you were the head baseball coach down there for a number of years. How has baseball coaching translated into being a head football coach over the last decade at River Falls? You know, it's funny. When I was doing both there at DePaul, uh, and I tell everybody, it was like the opposite it couldn't be more opposite. In baseball, you were you spent a whole spring trying to get guys to calm down and relax and chill out. And uh, football, you spend all fall getting them to go crazy and get nuts and go wild. So it's like the, the complete opposite of each other. But uh, yeah, I think I think the football piece helped me be a better baseball coach with some of the intensity and prep work. Uh, I think the baseball part has made me. Uh, more clever and funnier at yelling at officials because you got to be clever in baseball, but that's that's the best translation. <laughs> well, we know it won't be a shutout or a perfect game of any kind today. There's going to be a lot of points on the board for the River Falls offense, and uh, we look forward to seeing you guys in action. Congratulations on what already has been such a successful season for UW-River Falls, and good luck in the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. Thank you very much. appreciate it. We continue our countdown to kickoff of the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl next on 100.5 ESPN. This is the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. The Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Jesse Nelson with you, and pleased to be joined now by the head coach of the Washington University Bears out of St. Louis, Aaron Keene, in his second season, but really his first season, because last season after he was hired, you know, this whole pandemic thing happened. So, Coach Keene, thank you so much for taking the time and uh, joining me this afternoon, and congratulations on Wash U's birth in the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. Yeah, you bet. I appreciate that. And as you mentioned, the second season. I mean, I'm I, I was about to correct you. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it is the first season, but uh, you know, it's odd to think about everything that we've been through over the last eighteen to twenty four months, and and the fact that we're playing a bowl game this year is just uh, an awesome experience for our guys. 
Yeah, we'll get into more about you taking over that head coaching job in a moment, but I want to ask you what this bowl game means to Wash U. Here in Madison, of course, it's it's a big deal for fans and the first bowl game ever played in the state of Wisconsin. What does it mean for Wash U making the trip up from St. Louis to participate in this game? Well, I think for our program, just to be playing meaningful football in November is a, is a big deal. You know, I think for, for everyone um, you know, associated with Division Three football, we'd like to be playing in the national playoffs right now. Um, but uh, to have a good season, to be rewarded for it, to have an opportunity to, to play in postseason, to play in a bowl game, they're very unique at our level. And so just uh, uh, tremendously excited they started this and that, uh, that we're able to uh, experience the first one, be involved with it, and have our guys practicing right now. As our, as our players said, running onto the field is free football for them right now. So <laughs> it's what they love to do and, and uh, happy to have another week of, of playing football and being around each other and uh, enjoying one another. Head coach Aaron Keene of Wash U joining us on the Culver's Isthmus Bowl pregame show on 100.5 ESPN. Uh, coach, a lot of the fans in our area familiar because Madison very much in the center of the WEAC uh, conference with schools surrounding the greater Madison area. Uh, maybe not as familiar with many of the schools from the CCIW. Can you tell us a little bit about the conference and what it means to play such a rigorous schedule? Sure. Well, I think one of the cool things here is that you've got two conferences that would both consider themselves you know, some of the premier conferences in Division Three and the toughest to get through. And, you know, we have been in the CCIW, the College Conference of Illinois and Wisconsin, for three seasons. And we finished third in the league in all three years. Uh, the top two teams in our league, North Central, uh, ranked number one in the country right now. And, and then Wheaton, uh, I think, ranked sixth in the last uh, rankings, are, are really strong, strong teams. And they've kind of dominated our conference the last uh, several years. And, uh, are doing really well in the national level, obviously, with, with North Central winning the national championship in 2019. So, um, you know, we, we had a, a rough start to our season and, and lost a non-conference game. We had 18 months of not playing football, and we were very different than a lot of institutions where we just didn't have any practice either. We, we did some workouts outdoors, and I think we had six padded practices the entire year. And uh, so wow. it was a little slow for us to kind of get back into the groove of playing football. We had five super seniors that came back that were awful excited to play. And so to lose our first non-conference game was a tough pill to swallow. And I have to hand it to our players. You know, they, they truly believe in the mentality of uh, positive mental attitude and controlling the controllables. And they just got back to work and poured themselves into what we're doing. And we knew we had a challenging conference season coming up and uh, they did a great job of kind of rolling into that and, Obviously had some stumbles along the way with Wheaton and North Central, um, but, um, you know, the rest of the way we're, we're, you know, undefeated within the conference and did a nice job of beating some good football teams along the way and, and getting ourselves to a point where we qualified for the bowl game. Head coach Aaron Keene, the Washington University Bears, joining us on the Culver's Isthmus Bowl pregame show on 100.5 ESPN. Coach, what's the scouting report on junior quarterback Matt Rush? Well, you know, Matt was, uh, it was kind of a question mark when I came into the program. Um, didn't know much about him. You know, he had played some junior varsity football here in 2019. They had a pretty good quarterback that had been the second all-time leading passer and had been a three-year starter. And and so that was a position where we just didn't know much about what we had. And, and with limited practice opportunities, uh, we saw him throw some seven-on-sevens, but uh, you never know what you're going to get until you get into kind of live game action. And Matt's just done an incredible job of running our offense very efficiently. And I think the biggest thing is how – how he protects the football 
you know, he's thrown four interceptions this year, and two of them came in our first game. Um, and then had an interception against Wheaton, had an interception against North Central. Other than that, he's been very clean and thrown over 20 touchdowns and does a great job of distributing the ball to, uh, you know, various different receivers and tight ends and backs. And uh, he's very smart, you know, can can operate a spread offense. So uh, we've been, we've been uh, really pleased with the play that we've gotten from the quarterback position. And Matt's uh, really proud of the efforts uh, that he's put in to, to put himself in this position. Head coach Aaron Keene, Washington University in St. Louis, joining us on the Culver's Isthmus Bowl pregame show. Coach, last one before we let you go here, get set for the game this afternoon. Uh, you spent three seasons as the offensive coordinator and a quarterback's coach at Eastern Michigan, where the school put up record numbers on offense. But you graduated from Wash U in 94. You started as an assistant there. Now you're back as the head coach. What does it mean to be back on the beautiful campus, by the way, I've been there, of your alma mater? Well, it's a pretty special opportunity for me. And I think, you know, if you throw on top of the fact that I get to coach with Larry Kimbaum, who's, you know, was our head coach here for 30 some years and was my college coach, and he stayed on as our special teams coordinator, coached our defensive backs. And, uh, you know, he's a gentleman that's almost like a second father to me. So just to have the opportunity to be around uh, Coach K for, for some years here and coaching, uh, it adds to the experience. This is a really special place. And I think. What makes it that, that way is the, the type of kids that you get to coach here. This place attracts really special people. And, um, you know, they're, they're good football players. They're also great students, great human beings, and just a pleasure to be around on a daily basis. So it, um, it's, it was an opportunity that I was really looking forward to, and it certainly is not disappointed. Well, Coach, congratulations on what's already been a successful first real football season as the head coach at Wash U. Good luck in the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. I appreciate that. Thanks a lot. For the first time ever, a college football bowl game played in the state of Wisconsin. More as we get set for the Culver's Isthmus Bowl next on 100.5 ESPN. This is Barry Alvarez. Hey, Madison. Pat Richter here. For great coverage of your Wisconsin Badgers, stay tuned to 100.5 ESPN. WTLX Monona. ESPN Madison. On Wisconsin. Listening to the first college football bowl game ever played in the state of Wisconsin. This is the Culver's Isthmus Bowl from Verona Area High School on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Jesse Nelson, Mike Padol, 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. We welcome you back to Verona Area High School for the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl between the Washington University Bears of St. Louis and the UW River Falls Falcons. Mike Padol, as we look ahead, as the anthem has been sung, the teams have been introduced here at Verona Area High School. This is going to be a fun matchup, as we alluded to during our, pre- our initial pregame conversation. A lot of points expected to be on the board here at the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. Two premier high-powered offenses that utilize spread, no huddle formations. There won't be a lot of time in between plays for Mike Padola to get too many words in edgewise. <laughs> I'll f- choose my spots. But, uh, you know, what an event this is. Good turnout today and... Uh, you know, the weather cooperated, like I said. Mike Shaw, who put this together, just did a great job. Like I said, you, you, you had to, you know, you had to shake your head and go, oh, why didn't this exist before this? Just a great idea. He ran a great event, and it's here to stay. This, this is too good of a concept not to grow. 
We will see uh, how it grows into the future. But as for the now, the team's meeting at midfield for the ceremonial coin toss. So we'll let you know how that shakes out here momentarily. Washington University in St. Louis averaging 32 points a game, Mike Padol. They allow 21 points a game. When you look at Wash U, what is it going to take defensively to slow down this high, potent UW River Falls offense? Well, the, the good news if there is such, because it's hard to slow the, a river falls down. The good news is, though, that when you have a defense that plays every single day against a spread offense, they understand the concepts that the, the a spread offense is trying to do. You're, you're, you're reading zones. You're trying to spread f- for balance. And by balance, I don't mean run the pass ratio. I mean attacking all areas of the field equally so you keep that defense spread out and then you look for the matchup weakness so defensively both teams will be pretty prepared for one another washington excuse me jesse what that does is that that means that you're going to uh it's all about execution you know the weather's good so it's going to be whoever just uh executes their assignments better Washington University in St. Louis will kick it off to begin the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. UW-River Falls will receive the opening kickoff, working left to right as we see it here at Verona Area High School on the west side of Madison. For the first time ever, a college football bowl game in the state of Wisconsin. Just awesome. Yeah, looking at the Division Three brackets today, um, obviously North Central was supposed to play today against Carnegie Mellon in the first round of the D3 tournament. And uh, Carnegie Mellon had a COVID outbreak, so that game got canceled. North Central, the defending champs from two years ago, moves ahead to the field of 16. From the 35-yard line, the ball kicked off in the air, fielded at the 5, and we are underway for the first time in a college football bowl game in the state of Wisconsin. UW-River Falls on the return out to the 30-yard line, and the Culver's Isthmus Bowl has begun. The Falcons will begin with the ball, and on the offensive side, Mike Padol, they are led by senior quarterback, record holder at UW-River Falls, Cole Henriksen. Cole Henriksen, he's got a great group of receivers, uh, the head coach for River uh, River Falls, Matt Walker, he also coaches the receivers on this this team. Shotgun formation, snap to Henriksen, looks right now, rolls left, looking downfield, still rolling that way by the numbers, throws incomplete, ball batted and nearly intercepted by a couple of diving defenders for Washington University. Incomplete, second down and 10, 14 minutes and 52 seconds to go in the opening quarter as we're just underway at the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl. Both these schools from the CCIW and the WEAC finished third in their conference. Handoff on second down and 10 for River Falls. Luke Fugate, the senior running back with the carry up the middle past the 35-yard line to the 37. Brought down on a gain of seven. Sets up third down and three. Quick to the line of scrimmage. River Falls. Here's the handoff again. Fugate running right. Trying to barrel over a couple of defenders. He is just shy of the 40-yard line, I think. Or are they going to move the chains? Yep, they're going to give him the 40 for a UW-River Falls first down. Fugate's put together 5'11", 205 from Platteville. First down and 10, River Falls. Man, they are a quick, fast-paced offense. Fugate again. No, actually, this is Henriksen on a quarterback keeper. Fake the give to Fugate and on the option play. Henriksen keeps it himself up the middle for a gain of four to the 44-yard line. As they attack this defense and try to spread them out as much as possible. 
Ball on the right hash. Here's the snap. Fugate throwing this time. Right side complete to Reisman. Jagger Reisman breaks one tackle on the right sideline. Spinning his way forward past midfield and into WashU territory down to the 48-yard line. Moving the chains on a first down for River Falls. Good receiver screen to Reisman, who's a sophomore. He played at D.C. Everest. The pride of Weston, Wisconsin. Jagger Reisman, here's the snap on first down. Henriksen looking to throw, and a whistle will stop play. I didn't see a flag thrown, but we will see what the officials share with us here. 14.03 to go in our first quarter. No score. Just underway, UW-River Falls and Washington University in the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. As we notice on this opening drive, lots of quick hitting, run plays uh, to Fugate, and the passing that they are doing here early on is quick hitters to the perimeter and out to the flats, receiver screens. And, they, and that quick that quick snap got 12 men on the field for Washington University. Just so everybody knows, Mike Padol and I are situated in front of what we would normally be in for the press box here at Verona Area High School. We're on the top of the bleachers, and so we we're not sure if the official uh, call there could be heard. It was an illegal substitution against Washington University. Chickeration! And it's Reisman, the wide receiver, throwing downfield to Henriksen, the quarterback, complete at the 35-yard line and run out of bounds near the 30. 32 of first down play. Trickeration Nation, Mike Pedal. Trickeration Nation makes an appearance here early at the Isthmus Bowl. Uh, a reverse, a reverse with a pass from the wideout. The Philly special that looked like from the Super Bowl for the Eagles title. Hand off, Fugate, a more traditional play here. He takes it up the gut for a gain of two to the 31-yard line. Second down and eight, UW-River Falls, 13-18 to play. First quarter, no score in the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. No huddle, just immediate to the next play. Three receivers left, one right. Here's the snap. Henriksen wants to throw left. Wide receiver screen is set up for Reisman. He's got it outside the numbers near the hash marks on the left sideline. Brought down shy of the 25-yard line. Gain of five, third and three, River Falls. Look at the way they're attacking for balance. Receiver screen to the right. Receiver screen to the ref. Left. Run play to the middle. The scoreboard operator can't keep up. Good luck to that person all day here at Verona Area High School. On third and three, it's a handoff. Fugate plowing forward into the pile. He's got enough for a first down and moving the chains. River Falls. And they are working their way down the field here against the Wash U defense on the opening series of the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. And the quarterback runs the offense based on defensive formations down in distance. It's automatic. It's an algorithm. Henrinson takes the snap three receivers right. Instead, he rolls left, and it's batted down incomplete at the 25-yard line. Pressure in his face, and a Wash U defender able to get right in the way and knock it down. That was number 49, Zach Alfinger, the senior linebacker, six foot, two hundred twenty-nine pounds, and he was storming at Hendricks. And he's from Arlington, Texas, where football's high school football's a religion. Young man moved north. Second and 10, 12-29 to go. First quarter, no score. River Falls and Wash U. Here's the snap. Henriksen designed quarterback keeper up the gut inside the 20-yard line. Dives forward near the 17-yard line. Gain of, we'll call it five, setting up third down and five for River Falls. Yeah, you got to be paying attention if you're the down and distance marker guys too. Ball on the left hash, one receiver left. Four receivers set out to the right side. Nobody in the backfield and a flag is thrown. A false start going to be called here against River Falls, backing them up five yards that they just gained. Third and ten. 
for the Falcons. A lot of the times you'll see with spread teams in in high school and even in college, especially down south, you see it a lot. They use they hold up signs, and sometimes they'll have like cartoons on the signs. Like you'll see Spider Man. Uh, Donald Duck and a basketball shoot, and that means that, that's that's calling your next play. <laughs> I got more questions for you in those signs, Mike Padol. But first, on third and ten, Hendrickson throws right side sideline, incomplete, in and out of the hands of the intended receiver, senior Alex Traxler, another Platteville High School attendee. I couldn't haul that one in, and it's fourth down and ten for the Falcons. And we'll see what head coach Matt Walker decides to do here if he wants to attempt a long field goal, or it looks like Mike Padol, the offense is on the field and they're going to stay there yeah field goals are not going to get it done today with these two high-powered offenses they don't huddle they just go to the line of scrimmage out of the backfield fugate goes right hendrickson steps up on fourth and ten wants to take off himself shakes one defender but he is not going to get the first down dropped at the 16 yard line and a turnover on downs ends the first series of the inaugural culver's isthmus bowl the wash U defense stands strong on the opening possession excellent play by nate Light, the defensive lineman, six foot one. He's a freshman out of Jonesboro, Georgia. He stayed to his responsibility, stayed home, and uh, spied the quarterback, stopped him short of the chain. Turnover on downs. And so Wash U comes out first down, and they go four wide. Three left, one right. Here's the snap. Matt Rush, the quarterback, being rushed, and Rush is going to tuck it and keep it, trying to turn something out of nothing. He's able to get in front of the line of scrimmage for a yard or two up near the 18-yard line. They'll spot him for a gain of two. Rush, an uber-talented junior quarterback for Washington University of St. Louis. He was running for his life in the pocket that time. Ball on the right hash, three receivers left. A tailback to his left is Tennyson Holmes. No correction, that's actually Emmanuel Ebram. And Ebram gets the carry. Ebram, a very successful running back, but not successful on that carry. He is dropped at the line of scrimmage, may have even lost a yard. 11-10 to go in the first quarter. No score. Wash U River Falls in the inaugural Olvers, Culver's Isthmus Bowl. Excuse me, it's officially a loss of one for Ebram. Swarming defense by River Falls that time. Three hats to the football. Three receivers left, one to the right. Ibram the tailback to the left side of Matt Rush, the junior quarterback. Rush takes the snap. Three defenders rushing. Rush fires it complete over the middle of the field. It's hauled in by Colin Hoyta, the sophomore wide receiver, for a first down past the 30 to the 35-yard line. Colin uh, Hoyta, six foot two, one ninety one. He's got great size. He's a sophomore. He's from Arden Hills, Minnesota. Uh, really good size, and that's that's huge in the spread offense. Ball on the right hash, same formation. Three receivers left, one right. Tailback is Ebram. This time, Rush fires over the middle of the field. It's complete to the 45-yard line and bonked forward to the 47. Sam Fenske, the senior tight end on the receiving end, his first catch of the evening. Fenske moves the chains. Wash you near midfield. Speaking of size, Fenske 6'2", 235. He's out of Glen Ellen, Illinois. Man in motion is Hoida, comes a little bit closer to the line of scrimmage. Here's the snap. Rush on first and ten, wants to throw it for Hoida. Left side, one hand grab at the 30. Hoida caught it, and he's tackled out of bounds at the 27-yard line. What a What pass. a catch. What a pass, what a catch, what a timing play between a quarterback and receivers that have a lot of seven-on-seven reps between them because that's all timing, Jesse. Thrown to the outside of his left hand as he's running downfield. Hit it right in the pocket. 
Wash U on the move. They'll spot him officially at the 28-yard line here. First down and 10 for the Bears. No score in the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. 9.40 to go first quarter. Rush takes the snap. Pressure coming immediately. And Rush is dropped for a sack back at the 38-yard line. A big play by the River Falls defense to set up second and long. My goodness. And River Falls amped up the heat that time. They said enough of this. Jake Wadman, the defensive lineman, did a stunt. He's from Annandale, Minnesota. Came inside 5'11", 220. Second down and 21 for Wash U all the way back at the 38-yard line. Line to gain is the 17 of River Falls. Ball on the left hash. Three receivers left on the near side, one to the right. Rush steps up in the pocket, fires a slant. Middle of the field complete. First down and more. Tackle broken at the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Washington University. Colin Goldberg, the freshman wide receiver, has the first score in Culver's Isthmus Bowl history. My goodness, what an awesome catch. And down the middle, he broke a tackle. And Colin Goldberg was gone. He says, put six on my stats as the first person to score in the Isthmus Bowl. Point he, after attempt for Wash U. Colin Goldberg from Atlanta, Georgia. And that kick goes through oh. the uprights and good. The Electrifying. Kick by number four, Cartanian. So 7 nothing. Wash U leads UW-River Falls with 8.57 to go in the first quarter of the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl. You're listening to the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN. You're listening to the first college football bowl game ever played in the state of Wisconsin. This is the Culver's Isthmus Bowl from Verona Area High School on 100.5 ESPN. Wash U7, River Falls nothing. 8.57 to go, first quarter of the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl at Verona Area High School. Jesse Nelson alongside Mike Padole. Kickoff for Wash U, fielded by River Falls at the five-yard line. Return to the 20-25, and brought down there is the return man, number 14, Caleb Blaha, the freshman out of Cone Rapids, Minnesota. But a flag is down in the backfield on the return, and I'm guessing this is either a block in the back or a hold, which will bring this back for River Falls to begin their second offensive series of the afternoon. You know, going back to that last touchdown throw by Matt Rush, the quarterback uh, for Washington University, you know, he's from Hinsdale, Illinois. The quarterbacks are so important in the spread. You identify where the blitz is coming from, you exploit it, and he threw it right down the middle at a time. It is a hold on River Falls that moves the starting field position back all the way to the 10-yard line for the Falcons. Ball on the right hash, two receivers left, three to the right, empty backfield. Here's the snap for Henriksen, who wants to throw right side. Man in motion came that way, and it's caught. Wide receiver screen goes not too far. That was Ben Bisey, the senior tight end from Loretto, Minnesota, on the reception. Had 34 catches for 323 yards and one touchdown snag on the year coming into play today. River Falls really trying to attack the perimeter, trying to spread 
out Washington University. Bizey got four, second down and six, faked the throw, and Hendrickson hands it for Fugate, who goes up the middle past the 15-yard line, fighting forward to the 17-yard line. Third down and three for UW River Falls, trailing 7-0. 8-10 to go first quarter. Quick to the line of scrimmage. Three receivers set to the right, and a false start against the River Falls O-line up front. You could see it. Yeah, and that's, and that's something that's usually pretty dialed in with the spread because you aren't doing a huddle. You know your counts. You know your next play. Usually people are on the same page when they do that. It's a system thing. 8.07 to go first quarter. Down and eight for UW River Falls in the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN. The ESPN app in Wisconsin on demand. Jesse Nelson, Mike Padole. Hendrickson takes the snap, rolls left, pressure coming, has to fight away from one defender that nearly had him wrapped up, and the throw is incomplete shy of the 10-yard line. Even if it had been caught, that play wasn't going anywhere. Blown up by the Wash U D line, and it's going to be three and out for UW River Falls. Big number 98 defensive lineman Jamel Streeter, 5'10". Five, 280 at Roswell, Georgia. Bobby Patterson, the senior punter, standing halfway deep in his own end zone to kick this one away. Return man for Wash U standing on the Verona Wildcat paw print at the 50. A great punt fielded by Goldberg back at the 40. Shakes a couple of defenders and is brought down shy of midfield near the 49-yard line. Goldberg, the proud owner of the first touchdown in Isthmus Bowl history. A nine-yard return on a booming punt from Bobby Patterson. First down and 10, Wash U with 7.45 to go in our first quarter. Yeah, Bobby Patterson flexing his bionic leg. Six foot 180 out of Iowa. So Wash U. Ansgar, Iowa. You been to Iowa often, Mike? I have. I enjoy Iowa. All right. Time to time. I got more follow-ups on that, too. But first, Matt Rush, the quarterback for Wash U, rolls right out of the shotgun formation. Fires deep downfield, coming back for it, tiptoeing the sideline. Caught at the 37-yard line of River Falls territory. Goldberg again. Have a quarter. Colin Goldberg. And he's putting on a circus show here tonight. That was high-pointing the ball on one tippy-toe before you get out of bounds. Gain of nearly 15 yards for Wash U. Handoff, Ibram goes right side, gets past the 35-yard line. Line of scrimmage was the 37. He's brought down, actually, they're going to give him right at the 35 for a gain of two. 7-10 to go first quarter. Second and eight, Wash U with a 7-0 lead. It's just fascinating watching two teams that run the spread, no huddle, match up against each other. Uh, back and forth. Ball on the right hash, three receivers left. Here's the snap rush looking left, goes that way, nearly intercepted. It is intercepted after a batted pass. It's taken away by the River Falls defense. Michael Brown, the freshman defensive back, with the first turnover forced in Culver's Isthmus Bowl history. River Falls football, they'll take over near midfield. Michael Brown, six foot 175 out of Victoria, Minnesota. Did a great job, and look at the defense run into the run in front of the camera. They're doing some mean mugging. <laughs> I love it. River Falls with the first turnover of the game, and they take over just shy of midfield at the 48-yard line. 6:49 to go in our first quarter. First down and ten for the Falcons. Sudden change. River Falls attacking, and let's see what they're able to capitalize on. Pass over the middle of the field is complete, and Ooh. brought down right near midfield is. 
Alex Traxler, the senior. And there's a player down for yeah. Washington University. Uh, Washington University, very, very physical inside the, the uh, first and second levels in the middle. You better bring a hard hat and a lunch pail if you're going to run routes to the middle today. Let's take a timeout with 6.36 to go in our first quarter. 7-0, Wash U leads UW River Falls. You're listening to the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN. Out of the injury timeout, UW River Falls facing a second down and seven. Man in motion left to right. Fugate, the running back, collects the pass and gets beyond midfield to the 49-yard line. No gain on that play. So it's third down and seven. UW River Falls quick to the line of scrimmage. Here's the snap. Hendrickson takes it. Hands off Fugate up the middle, piling forward to the 49-yard line. Shy of the first down line to gain. It's fourth down and three. And Mike Padola, I'd imagine River Falls is going to keep the offense out there. Oh, yeah, they stay in the same formation. Trips receiver to the short side of the field. No one on the left side of the field. 5.40 to go, first quarter. Hendrickson takes the snap on fourth and three. Fires right side, complete first down yardage and more to the 37-yard line. Their own number one wide receiver, Jager Reisman, the sophomore from Weston on the catch and moves the chains, keeps the drive going for the Falcons. Former D.C. Everest player making some plays early in this ballgame. First down and 10, River Falls. 5.30 to go, first quarter. Throwing it deep, Hendrickson left sideline incomplete. Intended for Brady Agramson, the sophomore wide receiver from New Richland, Minnesota. First intended target for Agramson. Falls incomplete, innocently out of bounds. Second and 10, River Falls, 521 to go first quarter. That fourth down pass play shows just why it's so hard to defend the spread. They had trips to the short side. Each receiver ran to a different level. You look for the mismatch and you throw it. Second down and 10. Here's the snap. Hendrickson throws right complete. Number 12, Traxler cuts inside, diving forward to the 30-yard line. Looked like it was going to be about a three-yard pass. He turned it into seven yards, setting up third and three. Alex Traxler, he's a senior from Platteville, 6'1", 195. Quick to the line of scrimmage. Ball in the right hash. Three receivers right, two to the left. Hendrickson looks to the sideline, and they'll change the play direction from head coach Matt Walker in his 11th season at UW-River Falls. River Falls looks much more rhythmic with their offense on this possession than they have previously. Here's the snap. It's a handoff. Fugate up the middle. Breaks one tackle. Stiff-arming a defender to the 25-yard line. First down, River Falls. Luke Fugate, the senior running back, moves the chains. That's the theory behind the spread. Once you spread the defense, you start getting yards. Quick plays to keep the defense on roller skates. Ball in the middle of the field. One receiver right, three to the left. Here's the pass. It's Reisman nice on a wide tackling. receiver screen. And there were four different Wash U defenders breaking up any running room for Reisman, who actually lost control of the football, and it fell out of bounds. So it remains with River Falls, but lost yardage on that first down play for the Falcons. So one of the things that you saw defensively to combat the spread is a lot of use of 3-5-3 formations. So, you know, five speedy linebackers. On the left hash, all the receivers set to the right, three of them. Here's the pass that way from Hendrickson, complete outside the numbers at the 20, and running out of bounds. First down, yardage, no, actually shy of it on the catch to Andy Grebner, the junior, with his first catch of the afternoon for the River Falls Falcons. Third down, and what do we got here? About three yards to go with the ball spotted at the 17-yard line. Here's the snap. It's a designed quarterback keeper for Hendricks, and he runs right side behind a couple of blockers, diving forward to the 12-yard line, and that is enough for a River Falls first down as they work their way down the red zone. It's first down and 10 for the Falcons. You know, again, that's something that the quarterback calls that he sees uh, defensively 
Calls for the QB draw. Three receivers left, one right, the lone tailback. Fugate goes now in motion to the left side. Hendrickson takes the snap, looks right to the end zone. A dart is caught for a River Falls touchdown. Cole Hendrickson looked very good on that drive. He just throws, as you described it, a dart, frozen rope to the middle of the field. Touchdown, River Falls. So the Falcons go on top. Seven, or excuse me, the Falcons have a chance to tie the game with an extra point after here uh, from the special teams unit. Point after attempt for River Falls with an opportunity to put it through, and it's blocked. Ball's up for grabs. Wash U's going to come away with it with a chance to return, and this could go if they can kick in the afterburners at midfield. Wash U unable to do it, though, as they <laughs> ran out of steam he right out, at the It looked 50. like me running here from the parking lot. <laughs> I ran out of steam at about 20 yards. So the point after no good, Wash U remains on top, 7-6 with 3.31 to go in the first quarter. You're listening to the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. 3.31 to go in the first quarter, and a little development while we went to commercial break at the Culver's Isthmus yeah. Bowl. They actually threw a flag for Wash U being offsides on that point after attempt, which was Look blocked. So now, from the one-yard line, a two-point conversion attempt is short of the goal line for River Falls. Well, River Falls keeping the trickeration going. Ben Bicey, the tight end, six foot five, two fifty-five, out of Laredo, Minnesota, took the snap, ran right up the gut, was shot, stopped just at the goal line. The score stays seven to six. So all that we rush back and everything, and it doesn't even matter because nothing changed from when we went to commercial break. Three thirty-one to go in our. First quarter of the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl. Wash U 7, River Falls 6. Jesse Nelson along with Mike Padole here at Verona Area High School on 100.5 ESPN. Reminding you, every time there's a free food Friday on 100.5 ESPN Madison, it's brought to you by North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. North and South, Madison's favorite spot for smokehouse barbecue and seafood with craft cocktails, authentic wood-fired smokehouse items, and excellent seafood. You can't go wrong. Visit one of their three locations in the Madison area today or have North and South cater your next event. Head to eatnorthsouth.com. Dot com for more information. That's eatnorthandsouth.com. North and South Seafood and Smokehouse, Mike Padol. Uh, you may not have been there being from the Milwaukee area. My favorite restaurant. There's actually a location just down the road here in Verona. Maybe we should hit it up for some barbecue, some ribs afterward here. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> On the kickoff, Wash U will field it. A short kick at the 30-yard line. Return up the middle of the 35-40 and scampering forward before being tripped up at the 45-yard line. The Bears with a nice return and great starting field position for this next offensive series. That last touchdown drive, which was culminated by the dart pass caught by Charlie Hoshka uh, in the end zone, making it 7-6. We're starting to see the action heat up after you know kind of some testing back and forth early on now we're seeing the execution start to come together Hushka on the receiving end of that touchdown pass and now we will see if River Falls defense can stand strong and stop the Wash U offensive attack they were able to come away with an interception which ended the last drive, but Wash U had been on the move. Let's see what they'd throw here on first and ten. Matt Rush, flag is down, rolls right, fires, throws it away incomplete over the Wash U bench on the far right sideline. 
I would guess this is going to be a hold against Wash U, but let's check the official word from our officiating crew. I think you are probably wise, Jesse Nelson. That's exactly what it is. They will back him up 10 yards, first and 20 for Wash U with 3.19 to go in the first quarter. Wash U 7, River Falls 6. The inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl as the clouds now covering the sunshine, which had been shining all throughout the afternoon here at Verona Area High School. They Still are. a great weather day for a bowl and game in Wisconsin. What an awesome facility here at Verona High School. And it's also logistically, it like the, you can see why this place was chosen as you see the vision come together. The parking lot is, is big for tailgating. Rush hands it off, nowhere to go. Ibram dropped in the backfield on first and long. The River Falls defense read the draw play entirely. They brought both outside linebackers on that. One way to slow down the spread is to get heavy pressure on the quarterback. Two-yard loss back to the 32-yard line. The line to gain is the 44 of River Falls. Second and a mile. Shotgun formation, Rush takes the snap, pressure coming, throws quickly, left sideline too far, incomplete over the head of his intended receiver, Colin Hoyta, the sophomore. Third down and officially 24 after the four-yard loss for Wash U on the first down carry. It's interesting to see those timing passes, high lobbing, arcing timing passes that uh, Washington University of St. Louis is implementing here Attacking both sidelines with those lob plays. I would expect some si kind of screen here, Mike, just to try and get some of this yardage back and play the field position game. Let's see what Rush does. It's not a screen. He wants to go long. Pressure coming behind him. Doesn't see the defender, and he's dropped at the 30. I love that call. Dominique Turner, the defensive back, came on the weak side blitz. 5'9", 189 out of Henderson, Nevada. He came with the quickness on the backside. Rush dropped at the 30-yard line, and Wash U will have to punt on a three-and-out. Bad offensive series for the Bears. Yeah, we're really starting to see River Falls get into a rhythm both offensively and defensively after a little bit of a sluggish start for them. Tragen Trost is the punter for Wash U. He kicks it away, and it will land out of bounds, shy of the 40-yard line. We'll see where the official spots this. Up at the 42 with a minute 57 to go in our first quarter. 7-6, Wash U leads River Falls. Good starting field position for the Falcons out of the WIAC. Third place in the conference behind uh, only Whitewater and Lacrosse, who were both in action this afternoon in the Division Three NCAA playoffs. Whitewater, of course, gets a uh, number one seed in their quadrant of, of eight. We'll get updates at halftime from Hunter Vaughn back they, in our they play Park Greenville Bank ESPN Madison Studios. First down going deep over the middle of the field. Incomplete Henriksen trying to find an open man at the 15-yard line. That was Grebner on the run in one-on-one -on -one coverage. Just overshot him a little too high. So it's second down and 10 for River Falls with a minute 51 to go in the quarter. River Falls likes that matchup with Andy Grebner. He's a junior, 6'3", out of Andover, Minnesota. They're targeting him when he's covered one-on-one. -on -one. 
Minute 51 to go in the first quarter. 7-6. Washu leads River Falls. Second and 10. Fake the give over the middle. Slant pattern. High throw. Hauled in by Jagger Reisman inside the 40-yard line of Washu. Took a hard hit, though, at the end of the play. I mean, the guts on that catch. He went up high in traffic. Took a shot the stomach held onto the football and landed on his back made a really good catch yeah that is a dangerous play when you have a man going over the middle of the field running into traffic and Reisman is still down at the 37 yard line he completed the catch great play sets up first and 10 for River Falls but an injury timeout you know seeing a play like that and the way that uh, Reisman just sold out for you know sold his body out that time it, it makes me think about division three scholastic athletes in college i mean these are non-scholarship athletes and they got to put all the work in that most other college athletes at the higher divisions have to put in but they're non-scholarship and they got to really focus on their studies and, and usually work in addition <laughs> Minute 90 or minute 30 to go, 90 seconds, I was trying to say, after the injury timeout. And on first down and 10, Hendrickson throws right side. It is complete Charlie Hushka, the senior wide receiver. First catch of the night, or excuse me, second catch of the night. He had the touchdown reception on the last drive for River Falls, and he's knocked out of bounds inside the 35 to the 33 yard line. So, to that point, if you're a D3 football player, you're a hard worker and you're playing for the love of the game. Quarterback keeper Hendrickson up the middle. First down yardage past the 30 to the 25 and dropped at the 24-yard line. Nice rush with a burst of speed. Cole Hendrickson, the senior quarterback, moves the chains for River Falls. Cole Hendrickson playing very well since the, uh, on the last two drives. Just feeling his groove. Under one minute to go in our first quarter of the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl. 45 seconds and counting as River Falls awaits the call from Coach Walker on the sideline. Now the snap, Hendrickson throws right, complete again to Hushka, who's escorted out of bounds near the 15-yard line, right near the first down marker. And yes, it is enough for a first down River Falls gain of 10, Charlie Hushka. River Falls really has Washington University on roller skates right now. A whistle prior to the snap. It would have been a handoff for Fugate. With 29 seconds to go in the first quarter, some of the River Falls fans encouraging the officials that they should have had an opportunity to run that play there. Still haven't seen a call. I think the officiating crew may just not have been set. Hmm. No flag thrown, so whatever it was, a brief stoppage. That's and now something that'll get a, a spread offense coach reaching for the thumbs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And the fans as well here on the Rivers Falls sideline. Remember, I mean, we're in the bleachers with the Falls fans here. Wash U's fans on the far sideline on the other end of the field. Here's a screen left side complete. Reisman back into the game. Breaks a tackle. Outside the numbers to the five to the goal line. Touchdown, River Falls. Jagger Reisman, the sophomore, the leading receiver on the year, hauls it in, and River Falls has its first lead of the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. Inside receiver screen, Reisman gets it, makes a nasty hip cut to the outside, and gets to the pylon and says, put six on my stats. River Falls is rolling. 13-yard touchdown reception for the sophomore wide receiver, Reisman. Third, or excuse me, 12 to 7. River Falls leads with four seconds to go here in our first quarter. Point after attempt. 
Remember the last one with the offsides call was an adventure, but this one is drilled through and good. Four seconds to go in the first quarter. 13-7, River Falls leads Wash U in the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl. River Falls looks like they're really settling in to this game. After a little bit of a sluggish start, both offensively and defensively, they've seen what Washington University of St. Louis is doing schematically, and they're finding themselves feeling very comfortable and getting more aggressive with the play calls. Just some pretty plays on that last drive. And so if you're Wash U now, Mike Piddle, that's a, you know you had a great first series, but the last couple have been, you had the turnover, you had a three and out going the wrong direction. What are you talking about here in the huddle as you get set for this second quarter momentarily? Well, they need, they, they've gotten in long down and distance situations through trying to pass deep and, and having some incompletions. A couple of sacks has, has put them in bad yardage uh, plays on drives and what that does is that really limits your options you know I look to them to, to do more interior runs more short quick hitting plays try to try to get chunks of yards rather than going for the big enchilada kick is in the air Wash U fielded at the 16-yard line, returned right side outside the numbers to the 30, and a pile forward to the 35, and now a broken tackle and a chance to go the distance past midfield, shaking a couple more defenders and brought down inside the 40-yard line of River Falls. Great return for Trayton Lamphere from Moline, Illinois, on the return. A great job to end the first quarter. Wash U will have great starting field position when we come back for our second 15 minutes of of the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl. 13-7, River Falls leads Wash U. You're listening to the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN. Second quarter underway at the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN. Jesse Nelson, Mike Padol, Wash U running back Tennyson Holmes, the senior out of Cincinnati, Ohio, with a gain of three on the first play of the second quarter. Now second down and seven. Matt Rush rolling right side. The quarterback throws it out of bounds. Incomplete, just trying to get it away as pressure was coming behind him as he was chased along the right sideline. Third down and seven for Wash U, Mike Padol. River Falls keeping the pressure going on. That time, uh, number 32, Andy Metcalf, the linebacker senior from lacrosse, just coming from the backside again, trying to keep the Washington University quarterback on his heels. Matt Rush in a shotgun formation, third down and seven, ball in the middle of the field. Oh. Rush with nowhere to go, and he's sacked again at the 38 for a loss of one. Rush stood in the pocket. It collapsed on him too quickly to try and deliver a deep pass downfield. Couple of River Falls defenders in on there that would want the credit. It's fourth down and 11 for Wash U, and it looks like they'll punt it away. The Falcons being avian predators that time just flying to the quarterback. So despite the great kick return for Wash U from Lamphere that set them up with starting field position at the 37-yard line of River Falls, Wash U unable to capitalize offensively, and they're forced to kick it away. Snap for the punter. Trost is good, and Trost has a good chance to pin River Falls deep. This will take a bounce at the five, and it will go into the end zone. I thought that punt was a little more directly in the middle of the field from our vantage point than what it ended up being. I was fooled by the football in the sky. So the, 
Goes into a touchback situation at River Falls. We'll take over first and 10 at their own 20. Going up to the football in the sky. In the sky. <laughs> first down and 10 for River Falls. And quarterback Cole Henriksen, Mike, has looked really good after that first series. Absolutely. The River Falls, you know, they ran, this is just stinky off, and they ran 33 plays <laughs> and 175 yards in the first quarter. Wow. Snap for Hendrickson, throws left side. Reisman, who had the touchdown catch on the last drive for the Falcons, has it complete outside the numbers to the 25, run out of bounds at the 27-yard line. And by stinky, I mean awesome. Yes, that's good stinky. <laughs> 33 plays and 171 yards offense. One quarter. Ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned into the Isthmus Bowl. A lot of offense to be had here this afternoon. Here's the handoff running right side. Anthony Silva, the senior running back, gets his first carry of the afternoon. Or correction, that was actually number 23 for River Falls. Picking up the first down, Tim Owen, the freshman running back on the carry. Not 24, 23. Owen moves the chains for River Falls. First and 10. Here's the snap. Hendrickson throws right into traffic. Dangerous throw. Nearly intercepted. It's batted down incomplete intended for Reisman. Second down and 10 for the Falcons. The left defensive end that time breaking out in the pass coverage on the backside. That's something that would give most coach defensive coaches a heart attack. Getting your linemen breaking in the coverage in the flat. That time Nolan Schmidt from Columbia, Illinois. 6'1", 229. Did a nice job. Columbia just outside of St. Louis where Wash U hails from. Here's the snap and the handoff. Owen running hard. Left side turns up field past the 40. Near the first down line to gain. He is dropped with a hard hit and it's enough for a first down on a gain of 10 for Owen. Chains moving. River falls quick to the line. Here's the... Henriksen takes the snap, keeps it himself, running straight up the middle, diving over the pile to the 45. Wash U says the ball came out, saying they have it, and the official says yes. Turnover. Henriksen lost it on a fumble going up the gut, and Wash U collects the ball, forcing its first turnover in this Culver's Isthmus Bowl. Henriksen operating out of a quick count, ran up with one yard to go, did a QB keeper, ran up the middle, got the first down, and then was clobbered in a in a big pile of bodies and that football came popping out now we got sudden change situation here look for washington university to go downfield one of the linemen it looked like came up with the ball for wash you will see if we can check the stats in a few minutes and see if we can find out who it was that recovered that fumble in the meantime 12 21 to go second quarter 13 7 river falls leads wash you and the bears have the ball first and 10 near midfield and there they're gonna is. go deep with an open man on the right sideline hauled in at the 15 yard line colin goldberg again wash you on one play moves into the river falls red zone at the 12 yard line goldberg runs out of bounds a great overhead catch by goldberg when you have sudden change Go deep. That's what a lot of football coaches like to attack. Three receivers right on the near side, one on the left. Rush, quarterback keeper, takes it himself, gets a yard to the 11-yard line. A lot of traffic for Rush to try and navigate his way through and a little slow to get up with some help from his teammates yeah, as about, he limps back to the huddle. About midway through the first quarter, River Falls saw something that they said, we can unleash the pressure and, and, and get to Washington University, and, and they've done so. Rush in the shotgun set, two receivers right, two left, ball in the right hash, lone tailback to his left is Holmes. Rush takes the snap, throwing right corner of the end zone, high soaring grab, up 
and tiptoeing on the sideline and a delayed call touchdown wash you goldberg soared into the sky to collect that pass and wash you ties the game at 13. i mean that was a great timing play a flag was thrown as an offsides penalty on River Falls, obviously declined by Wash U on the 11-yard touchdown throw from Rush to Goldberg. Colin Goldberg, talented, 5'11", 185 from Atlanta, Georgia, went to the Lovett School. He says, put six on my stats. He's having a game. Goldberg had two touchdowns on the season. He's got two touchdowns today Ooh. in the Isthmus Bowl. Point after attempt is up and through. Wash U 14, River Falls 13 with 11.30 to go in the second quarter. You're listening to the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN. This is the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Wash U leads River Falls in the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl at Verona Area High School. Jesse Nelson alongside Mike Padol in the top of the bleachers here at Verona Area High School in the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. What are you showing me? Prior to the game, I took a picture of the the Isthmus Bowl trophy, the first annual trophy. It's a, a silver ball gorgeous-looking trophy to be awarded to the school who wins here today. Just an awesome awesome event for an inaugural event how many scoopy tokens would you have to exchange in in uh, order to them. get the trophy okay You're a million scoopy trophies though. kickoff is returned by river falls caleb blaha going right to left across the 20 yard line right near the 20 is where he is officially tracked down and the falcons will begin their next offensive series and look for the Falcons to continue to attack. And, and as you watch this offensive series unfold, think about what I've said conceptually about attacking for balance. Watch the play calling, how they're attacking the defense, which sides in the middle. Henriksen takes the snap from the shotgun formation on first and 10, keeps it himself, running left, now turns upfield, shy of the 30-yard line. Correction, that was actually Blaha that collected the snap there i think it came straight to him if i saw correctly so yeah, direct snap it's a nine yard gain for blaha second down and one river falls here's the snap this time hendrickson hands for fugate shakes one defender who had him at the shoelaces in the backfield and is able to scamper forward before falling for first down yardage past the 32 yard line out to the 34 first down and 10 river falls again quick to the line ball in the middle of the field two receivers right nobody left two tailbacks to either side of Hendrickson. he takes the snap hands for fugate fugate stiff arming one defender trying to burst forward but he's tracked down by number 45 and that's kyle schrader for wash U. the linebacker able to bring him down shy of the 40 yard line at the 39 good defense that time by Washington University. Gain of five yards, second and five. Hendrickson takes the snap, fakes the give, keeps it himself like a bullet straight forward, shy of first down yardage. Past the 40, but needs the 44 for a first down. They'll give him the 43. 10-10 to go in the second quarter, and a big third down and one for River Falls. Two receivers to the right. Hendrickson takes the snap and another run. This time, Fugate gets the first down. He needed a yard and he got it. Got about a yard and an inch on that one. Really, you you see River Falls right now testing Washington University's interior defense on middle runs. 
this will definitely set up probably a quick hitter to the wide side of the field. Ball on the left, hash. Two receivers right. Hendrickson takes the snap and tried to keep it himself, but Wash U. I mean, River Falls had run a play. They did. They, I should say they ran a running play every play so far on this drive, and Wash U read that one entirely on the Hendrickson keeper, and he lost a yard back to the 48 yard, or excuse me, the 43 yard line. Second down and 11 for River Falls. Here's the snap and another give, and this time it's Owen rushing forward out past the 45 shy of midfield to the 48 sets up a manageable third down and six for the falcons yeah there aren't many the, the interior linebackers covering the, the slot that they're attacking the middle hendrickson takes the snap fakes the short throw now throws oh. right side had a man wide open for first down yardage on the far side of the field and it's incomplete alex traxler the senior had it go through his fingertips wide open that just makes an offensive coordinator crunch you know you attack the middle attack the middle and you set up that exact play and then the receiver drops it coach matt walker directing traffic from the river falls sidelines keeps the offense out on fourth and six at the 48-yard line with 9.05 to go in the second quarter, trailing by one. Hendrickson takes the snap. They're running a play. He throws deep over the middle of the field, incomplete, too tall for Jagger Reisman, and it's incomplete and a turnover on downs. Back to Wash U. Wow. The first stop they've been able to get in a while, Washington University started. That last touchdown did them a world of good. Uh, you know, as the Bears now feel like they're getting into a groove, a drop pass, though, on that drive will just absolutely kill a, a spread offense that's predicated on getting yards on every snap and keeping the defense moving in the background. Now, that River Falls defense had been playing well until the last drive. I wonder if that factored into the decision. Now handing Wash U the football at midfield. Turnover on downs and on first down. Wash U has another first down. Pass over the middle on a quick slant is complete. Down to the 35-yard line. First catch of the night for Cole Oakman, the leading receiver for Wash U on the year. The junior out of Lincolnshire, Illinois, on the reception. What a good competitive game this is between the CCIW conference and the WEAC conference. Ball spotted near the middle of the field. Two receivers left, one to the right. The inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl. 8.30 to go second quarter. Snap and flags are thrown, halting the action. A false start is called against Wash U. That'll back them up five yards. Sun continuing to set through some of the clouds on an overcast afternoon at Verona Area High School. The Washington University Bears in their road white uniforms, red helmets, red numbers with the Wash U block letter decal on either side of the helmet. River Falls in their home red uniforms, white letters and numbers, white helmets, white pants with a red and black trim. Here's the throw on sec on first and 15, I should Good. say, left sideline, incomplete, batted away by the River Falls defense. Good. Good coverage by Brown that time. One-on-one, -on -one, deep, step for step. Michael Brown, the defensive back, a freshman who came away with the interception earlier in this game, which was a big spark for River Falls. He's like, test me. Go ahead, test me. I'm one-on-one. -on -one. Stepping up big, the freshman. Second down and 15, Wash U. 
Here's the snap and a handoff running right side. Emmanuel Ibram breaks a tackle, breaks two, and continues to muscle forward using those strong legs before he's brought down at the 30-yard line. Gain of 10 for Ibram from Crystal Lake, Illinois. The senior sets up second, or excuse me, third down and five for Wash U. So the interesting thing is River Falls has 47 plays, total plays on offense to 20 for Washington University. It shows you how important sustained drives are. Wash U with a 14-13 lead, third down and five, 7.40 to go in the second quarter. Ball in the right hash. Here's the snap for Rush, and again, a false start is going to end up being called here on Wash U. Boy, you talk about the thing. Oh, no, prior to that, a timeout was called by Washington University. So the official pointing to River Falls, but that timeout was called by Wash U. First timeout called by either team here with 7.39 to go in our second quarter. 14-13, Wash U leads River Falls on the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl. Jesse Nelson with Mike Padol reminding you every week, tune in for Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN. For nearly 50 years, Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or head to ZimbrickHonda.com to search inventory. Mike Padol, you passed Zimbrick Honda just off the belt line as uh, you were on your drive over here to Verona Area High School, and you may not have even known it, but the good friends over at Zimbrick Honda bring us our Prep Mania coverage all year long. Kendall and the entire team, they are great people over there at Zimbrick Honda, and we thank them for being our proud partners of Prep Mania. Out of the timeout, third down and five for Wash U. Three receivers left, one right. The tailback, Ibram, to the right side of the junior quarterback, Matt Rush. Rush takes the snap, eludes two defenders, now takes off running left side. Inside the numbers, scoots his way forward right at the line to gain, and it looks like the far side judge will put him a half yard short. He needed the 25-yard line, and Rush got the 26 and a, or 25 and a half, I guess, as he's going downfield. Prior to that play, Washington University had negative four yards rushing in the game so far. Prior to that play, that got about four. Yeah, they've, they've got a half yard now, we're going to call it, on fourth and inches as the clock runs with seven minutes to go in our second quarter. 14-13, Wash U with the ball and a one-point lead, and the Bears are keeping the offense on the field. Tight formation along the line of scrimmage. Ibram, the lone tailback. Two receivers set to the left. Rush takes the snap. Doesn't give it. Wants oh. the throw. Stepping up. Pressure coming. Rush eludes it, but is dragged down before he can pick up a first down. The River Falls defense read it, and it's a turnover on downs by the Bears. My goodness. So the, the, uh, Washington University used play action on fourth and one. The quarterback turned around, looked for the back in the flat. He wasn't there. There was nobody <laughs> home to throw to. So then he started scrambling. The Falcons swarmed him under. Turnover on downs. River Falls defense swarming to the football. Some kind of miscommunication on that Wash U offense going forward on fourth and one. River Falls takes over with 6.41 to go in the second quarter and a handoff on first down. A couple of yards forward past the 30-yard line. Fugate. They'll give him the 32, looks like, for a gain of three. 
and an injured River Falls Falcon hobbling off the field. Ben Bizey, the senior tight end, able to get off under his own power without an injury timeout. So hopefully Bizey's going to be okay as he gets checked out on the sideline. You're Matt Rush, the quarterback for Washington University of St. Louis. That's a lonely feeling when you turn on play action and your receiver's not there. 6-10 to go, second quarter. UW-River Falls with the ball, trailing by one. 14-13 in the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl. Ball spotted in the middle of the field. Here's the snap. Henriksen, design quarterback keeper again. Up the middle, runs into several defenders along the line, and Henriksen is only able to get two more yards, it looks like, to the 35-yard line, setting up third and four for River Falls. Line to gain the 39. Ball spotted at the 35. Quick to the line, Henriksen in the shotgun formation. Takes the snap, looks right, throws that direction. First down yardage, yes. Outside the numbers, pass complete. Charlie Hushka has it, moving the chains for River Falls. He's spun down at the 41. Interior run followed by a quick hitting pass, one-on-one to the wide side of the field. Move the chains. Very good offense by River Falls. Ball at the 41 line to gain the 49 past midfield for River Falls. Here's the snap. Design wide receiver screen right side complete. And outside the numbers, I think that was Grebner along the right sideline. We'll check. No, that was actually number three for UW River Falls. Chris on the reception. No, ja- Jack Costello. That's Costello no, on the receiving end. Of that. Sorry, I'm Or Canfield, Tanner Canfield, Canfield. Canfield, number three. Here's the snap now as Hendrickson, as we try to figure out who caught that pass, Hendrickson's already running a play. He throws it left sideline. A dart, again, is hauled in on that sideline. Hey, that's number three, Tanner Canfield, the freshman wide receiver. Well, good, because I can talk about him again. He's <laughs> caught the last two passes. They're targeting him. He's a freshman, 5'11", out of Chandler, Arizona. Catch is made, third down and short for River Falls. Ball spotted at the 48-yard line. They need the 49 of Wash U, so it's third down and three as they're right on that paw print logo at midfield here at Verona Area High School, the home of the Wildcats. Ball on the left hash, here's the snap. Henriksen keeps it, running right, past midfield, lunges forward and up for a first down. Gorgeous play that time by Hendrickson. You know, scanning the defense, seeing where the defensive lineman is not positioned, running to that hole, attacking, move the chains. 4.17 to go and counting here in the first half of the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. 14-13, Wash U leads River Falls, but the Falcons on the move with the football into Wash U territory. Ball at the 48-yard uh, line. Line to gain is the 38, right at midfield. Here's the snap and the throw left side out of the backfield complete. Oh, Shaking two defenders. That is, once again, number 23, Tim Owen, the freshman running back. Owen plowing forward before being taken out of bounds at the 41-yard line. Gain of seven and a strong seven for Owen. Owen making just a filthy jump cut to the outside that time. An ankle breaker. Two receivers right, one left, ball on the left hash. Here's the snap. Hendrickson takes it himself. Runs into the line of scrimmage, bumped at the 40, trying to lower the shoulder and get some more. And he is brought down at the 39, I believe this is. One yard shy of the first down line to gain. Third and one for River Falls with 3.20 to go in our second quarter. That run by, that cut by Tim Owen was just high level. He's a freshman, 5'9", from St. Paul, Minnesota. He just went across the border to play for River Falls. He's got some talent. Wanted to be more centrally located for more Culver's. That's right. 
And a timeout, I think, is going to be called here by head coach Matt Walker and River Falls. No, it's actually called by Wash U this time. That is the second timeout for the Bears called in this half. We'll take a 30-second timeout with them. 3.01 to go. Second quarter, 14-13. River Falls trailing by one, facing third down and one in the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN. This is Monte Ball. Monte steps to the right, dashes, reaches, touchdown. You listen to 100.5 ESPN, WTLX, Monona, Madison. You're listening to the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Jesse Nelson, Mike Padola at Verona Area High School. Out of the timeout, first down, yardage gained by River Falls. Luke Fugate, the ball carrier, picks up five up to the 37-yard line, first down and 10 for the Falcons. Now Hendrickson fakes the throw right, goes deep on the right sideline, incomplete. Brady Agramson, the sophomore wide receiver on the far end of the field in one-on-one coverage, incomplete, couldn't haul it in on the far sideline near the 10-yard line. Hendrickson did that picture-perfect shoulder pump fake to the short side perimeter and then turned, went deep. Wishes he had that throw back because he had a man, but it oversailed and went out of bounds. 2.38 to go in our second quarter of the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl at Verona Area High School. UW-River Falls with the ball trailing 14-13. Hendrickson snap, right side wide open, has a man breaking a tackle out of bounds. River Falls on the move, and that's Ben Bizey, number 88, the senior tight end. Checked out with an injury a little bit earlier in this game. Now he's back in and comes up with a big play to move the chains for the Falcons. Yeah, Bizey's having a big game. That's his second big catch of the day. Up to the 26-yard line, first and 10. Play action, and again, a throw right side complete for the Falcons. Some really interesting statistics. You know, River Falls is kind of dominating statistically, winning the time of possession battle more than double, almost triple the plays, but they're behind in the game. Reisman picked up nine yards. Not anymore! Fugate has a carry, breaks two tackles, and finds Paydirt. Touchdown, River Falls. Luke Fugate from Platteville, Wisconsin, with... Another rushing touchdown, his 13th of the season, and River Falls is back on top. Luke Fugate says, I spent time in the weight room. I'm strong. I'm breaking tackles. Put six on my stats. River Falls takes a lead. 19-14 point after attempt pending. A strong drive from the Falcons resulting in a touchdown run for Luke Fugate. Point after wow. is up and through and good with a minute 56 to go in our second quarter, 20 to 14. River Falls leads Wash U. You're listening to the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN. Inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Jesse Nelson, Mike Padol, Verona Area High School, your host site of the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN. The University of Wisconsin River Falls back on top 20-14 to with a minute 56 to go in the first half of action as the sun sets on the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. 
Falcon offense soaring high here. First half numbers, gaudy. 60 plays, 295 yards. Kickoff is a squib kick up the middle of the field, caught at the 35-yard line and returned out past the 40 by one of the upbacks for Wash U, up to the 42, maybe the 43, depending on the spot. So minute 51 to go in this first half. Wash U with one timeout remaining as they bring the offense back out onto the field. Mike, we know but with these two offenses, we could have four or five more possessions between well, these two teams. Absolutely, and that's one of the reasons why uh, why – why Washington University called timeout on that last drive defensively so they would have time to run a good offense here. They've been kind of quick strike today. Minute 51 to go here in the first half, and the first play from the line of scrimmage, Matt Rush finds the back, Ibram out of the backfield, and he runs left side outside the numbers, up the sideline, and knocked out of bounds right near midfield, and the first down line to gain. It was the 48 of River Falls. They'll say he is short. No, they are going to give him the first down line at the 49-yard line. I like Ibram. He's got, he's built as a back, pass catching back, a backfield, he runs hard. And it looks like a little confusion here with our officiating crew. So the down marker on the far side still says second down, but the chains have moved, and now the chains will move back. It's hard to keep up with the chains when you're... Uh, when you're facing these spread offenses. It's kind of like when you order Reese's Pieces in your concrete mixer and you end up with peanut butter cups. Just a little different. Do. Second the down and cups will do just fine. Second down and one. I prefer the cups. And can you throw some Reese's Pieces in there? Rush throws over the middle. He doesn't care what kind of Reese's we want. He's completing passes, and he's got it to the 42-yard line, finding Sam Fenske, the senior tight end. Wash U moves the chains with a minute 38 and counting now as the clock moves as the chains do move correctly this time. Rush takes the snap out of the shotgun. One-on-one coverage. Left side fires too far. Incomplete intended for Hoyta. Again, the sophomore over on the left sideline. Philosophically, Washington University's spread offense a little bit different than River Falls. Their strategy is to set up that deep ball, that quick strike offense, and that served them well. Minute 28 to go in our first half, second down and 10 for the Bears of Washington University of St. Louis. 7-3 and three on the season, third place in the CCIW. Throw left side after the snap, Rush finds his man, Tennyson Holmes breaks two tackles, up the left sideline, inside the 25-yard line, hauled down near the 20, a big gain for Wash U and senior running back Tennyson Holmes on the receiving end. Tennyson Holmes securing the pass. Going upfield, that's the second time on this drive, early in this drive, where they've gotten big, the Bears have gotten big yards on a, a pass to the back, releasing in the flat to the sideline. They're getting to the edge and moving the chains. Timeout called by River Falls, their first. Interesting decision for the Falcons, thinking maybe if Wash U culminates this drive in the end zone, they'll have enough time the way they run their offense to go down and put points on the board themselves. Time is never a factor when you're one of these two <laughs> programs with their offense. Absolutely. Coming up at halftime, Hunter Vaughn back in our Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios downtown on the Capitol Square. We'll have some score updates from the Division Three NCAA uh, playoffs that are going on yeah, here. I hear week, there's some week chaos. One of the yeah, I hear, hear Beth. Bethel's not performing as expected, and they're falling behind. 
We'll see. Division three is just wild and woolly. Uh, you know, I love the <laughs> playoffs. At the end of the day, you usually see the division three powerhouses in the final four: Mount Union, Whitewater, uh, Mary Harden, Baylor. Mm -hmm. Some of the names that even the casual fans are familiar with. Out of the timeout, throw left side, incomplete at the five yard line, up the left side line. That would have been a tough catch for number one, Colin Goldberg, who's got two touchdown catches on the game already. Or correction, that was actually for Hoyda. And an offsides penalty called on River Falls out of the timeout, so that resulted in essentially a free play. Yeah, Matt, Matt Rush, the quarterback for Washington University, has that lob pass on the sideline just dialed in. I mean, he throws it pretty right to the outside shoulder where you can't get to it. First down and five for Wash U as the ball moves forward now to the 16-yard line. They can pick up a first down at the 11. First and five with a minute 16 to go. First half, Wash U trailing by six. Here's the snap. Rush throws left oh. side. Contact shy of the first down line to gain. It was hauled in by the tight end, Fenske, in the flat, but he was dropped by the River Falls defense. And Dominique Turner, the junior, 5'9", 189 out of uh, Henderson, Nevada, came on an angle and made a big hit. Clock runs under a minute to go now in our first half of the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. Ball on the left hash, two receivers right, one left. Here's the snap, Rush fakes the handoff, steps up in the pocket, fires to the end zone too high. Incomplete intended for Cole Oakman, the junior, out of Lincolnshire, Illinois. Oh, Matt, Matt Rush is, is slapping his helmet. He wants that pass back. His receiver going to the middle, wide open. That would have been six. Looked like it was the right play to draw up there. Just threw it a little too tall. 44 seconds to go here. Ball on the left hash, two receivers right, one left. Third down and one for Wash U. They can pick up a first down here at the 11-yard line. Ball spotted at the 12. Adjustment from head coach Aaron Keene in his first official season at the helm for his alma mater. Here's the snap. Holmes with the carry up the middle, diving forward for the goal line. Touchdown, Wash U. Now that's the spread offense in action. You run to the, you go to the perimeter plays, and then you do a draw up the middle, catching the River Falls defense on their heels. Washington University a chance to take the lead before a half. You know they've been really effective, the Bears, in quick strike offense tonight. They're losing in every offensive statistic except the scoreboard. The senior running back out of Cincinnati, Ohio, Tennyson Holmes. Finds the end zone on the 11-yard touchdown run. Point after attempt is up and good. And Wash U leapfrogs its way back on top. 21-20 to with 40 seconds left in the first half of the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl. Points as advertised, Mike Padol. As these two teams are going to head to the locker room at the end of the first half, there's still 40 seconds to go. But as they go into the locker room, both are feeling pretty good. River Falls in that they can execute what they do against Washington University. Their confidence is building. They, they've got gaudy yardage numbers in the first half. Lots of plays. They, they can accomplish what they set out to do. Washington University, conversely, is feeling real good because even though their defense was having a hard time getting off the field, their offense is quick strike and they're in the lead. So both is one of the cases of both teams going to be feeling pretty good about their chances coming into the second half. 
40 seconds remain here in the first half. Plenty of time with two timeouts remaining for UW-River Falls with the offensive style they run to try and drive down the field. I'm checking our weather forecast here, Mike Padol. When we started this game, we were up near 50 degrees. As the sun drops and the cloud yeah, cover it's continues, getting a, chilly. getting a little chilly out there for us and for the players, down to 46, and that temperature will continue to fall as our sun goes down and this game enters prime time. Like the Rose Bowl has the sun setting in the mid-stages of the game out in California on New Year's Day. It's a similar thing here on the opening day of deer hunting in Verona as uh, we play the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl. Kickoff fielded at the 13-yard line, returned up the middle to the 25 and driving forward near the 30 on the return. Pretty good one. It's concrete cold. I think that was number 23, Tim Owen, on the return. I'm sure exactly if he was the player on that. But nonetheless, 35 seconds to go for River Falls on offense. Ball at their own 30-yard line they'll give them on that return. First down and 10 for the Falcons, trailing 21-20. In the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. Ball on the left hash. Here's the snap. Cole Hendricks in the quarterback. Fakes left, goes right. Screen set up and a lot of running room for Alex Traxler who's tripped up before he could break it open to the 38-yard line. He got a gain of eight and a timeout River Falls to talk things over in the middle of the field with 27 seconds to go in the first half. It's been kind of the different, the, the different style of spread offense. UW River Falls moving the chains, keeping the defense, going backwards, whereas Washington University, quick strike vertical downfield. Uh, so when you got a short-yarded situation here, eventually River Falls is going to have to go vertical. 27 seconds to go in the first half. Timeout called by River Falls, talking things over as we continue to explore a lot of options for how to put points on the board for both of these teams throughout the afternoon, Mike Padol. I mean, you look at River Falls, Wash U, these offenses averaging a ton of points per game. River Falls 43, Wash U 32, and we knew they'd be scoring today, and sure enough, they are. River Falls has run 61 plays in the first half. That's just outrageous. 61 plays, 303 yards. They're on pace for 600 yards of offense, and they're losing. Second down and two. Falcons trailing 21-20. Out of the timeout, Hendrickson takes the snap, throws left side. It's complete. Andy Grebner, the junior wide receiver from Andover, Minnesota, runs out of bounds past the 45-yard line to the 46. First down, River Falls moves the chains. 23 seconds to go in the half. And remember, if they can even get in the field goal range, a field goal gives them points to get ahead. They're down one, 21-20. One receiver left, two to the right. Here's the snap. Henriksen looking left, now right, wants to go deep. Throws into double coverage. Dangerous throw. And I think that was intercepted. Flags are thrown. That's going to be a taunting penalty after the pick. I haven't seen the officials indicate that it's officially an interception. That was a yes, great... now they do say it was picked off by Wash U. It looked like number 49 on the pick. And he... He was definitely pleased with his pick, with his athleticism there. That is the senior linebacker, Zane Alfinger. I mean, he made a great play, breaking to the sideline <laughs> in coverage, dropping back, yeah. and he snatched it. Let's get the call from our official here. Unsportsmanlike conduct, Wash U, number 99, 
That was actually number 99, Anthony Brown, the linebacker, who came away with the pick. It looked like a 49 from our vantage point up here at the top of the bleachers, but it was actually 99 on the far side of the field. Anthony Brown comes away with the interception and then is called for the penalty. And Brown, the Bears linebacker, snatched that with one paw, one giant paw, and then landed and just looked at the receiver laying on the ground and said, yeah, that ball's mine. Flag. <laughs> First. Oh, what a great play. And the Bears now with the ball with 16 seconds to go in the second quarter. Looks like they're going to go into the locker room with the lead. Very good half of football. We knew this would be an exciting game, 21-20 at half. Wash, you will take a knee. A lot of points. And a lot of fun in our first half of the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl. River Falls trailing Wash U 21-20. The Bears lead the Falcons at the break. The inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl at Verona Area High School. We'll be back with the first half stats, Mike Padol's thoughts, as well as score updates from around Division Three college football with Hunter Vaughn in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. 21-20 at the break. Wash U leads River Falls. You're listening to the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. This is the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's halftime of the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl here on ESPN Madison. Right now, Wash U leading 21-20 on UW-River Falls. The two teams combining for 525 yards of offense in that first half. We expect plenty more in the second half. As we look around division, the Division Three playoffs going on as the first round of the Division Three playoffs got underway this or today. Starting off in the top left quadrant or the Mary Harden Baylor region, they don't name and necessarily put everything into a perfect region at the Division Three level as they try to keep teams from having to travel more than 500 miles. In the first round of the Division Three playoffs, it's St. John's winning at home against Lake Forest, 41 to 14, and they'll move on to take on the winner of Linfield and Redlands. Right now, with 12:02 left to go in the fourth quarter, the Wild. Cats of Linfield are up 37 to 10 on Redlands. And then in the next pod in that top corner of the bracket, Mary Harden Baylor, the number two team in Division Three football. They had a close one against Trinity of Texas. 13-3 was the final score. And they move on to the second round to take on Birmingham Southern, who won 24-10 over Huntingdon to round out your top quadrant of the bracket and then moving over to that same left side of the division three bracket on the bottom grouping wisconsin whitewater the warhawks a perennial powerhouse in division three football they're number three in the nation coming into this weekend they put up a score that their basketball team's even going to be struggling to put up at times this year as they beat greenville 69 to 7 
Again, 69-7, Whitewater wins at home in their first-round matchup. And they'll take on DePaul, who had a close game and a tough one against Rose Hullman. It was 26-21, DePaul moving on. And that was a game where DePaul led at the half 20-7 before Rose Hullman put up 14 points in that fourth quarter to make it a sneaky close game between Rose Holman and DePaul, but they'll head now on the road to take on UW-Whitewater next Saturday. Also in that grouping, we heard Mike mention it, Central of Iowa. They were at home against Bethel of Minnesota. Now, Bethel of Minnesota ended up losing in the MEAC championship game to St. John's, so they had to go on the road down to Iowa to take on Central, and they fell 61-35, to did Bethel to the home team Central down in Iowa. And then also in the CCIW, Wheaton taking care of business against Aurora. They win 63-31. to So a couple of blowout games in that bottom quadrant as Whitewater will take on DePaul next Saturday, and then Central of Iowa moves on to take on Wheaton in Illinois. Then back up to the top of the bracket over on the right side, UW Lacrosse, they took care of business on the road, winning 58-23 to against Albion. And Lacrosse, even though they were a top 20 team this year, ranked for the majority of the season, they had to go on the road because they didn't win the WIAC this year. So then they had to go on the road, and they're going to have to go on the road again to take on the Defending national champions, North Central from the CCIW. And North Central, they actually had a bye today. Normal, they were scheduled to play Cargany Mellon, but unfortunately they had a number of COVID-positive players this week, so they ended up having to forfeit their game to, as they said, to protect everyone else involved in the football programs, not only at their school, but as well for North Central. Then down on the bottom side of that top quadrant, Springfield went on the road and made it a close one against SUNY Cortland, but they fell 26-21, to so SUNY Cortland moves on, and they'll take on RPI, RPI winning 20-14 to over Endicott to round out the top quadrant, and then in the bottom right-hand uh, quadrant of the bracket, Mount Union, again, one of those names that if you're not familiar with D3 football, you're still familiar with the powerhouse that is Mount Union. They pitched a shutout 52 to nothing. They beat Washington and Lee to move on. And then Johns Hopkins, they came away with the victory, taking down Salisbury. That was the one game this weekend of two ranked teams. Johns Hopkins was ranked 17th in Division Three, and they ended up winning on the road against Salisbury 45-20 to to move on, and they'll take on Mount Union. And then the final two games in Division Three football, Delaware Valley putting up 62 on Anna Maria as they won 62-10, to and then Munchlinburg getting another shutout in that region as they won 45-0 to take down Farmington State. So Munchlinburg will be taking on Delaware Valley and then Mount Union taking on Johns Hopkins. We'll take a quick break and then get back out to Jesse and Mike out in Verona for the Culver's inaugural Isthmus Bowl here on ESPN Madison. You're listening to the first college football bowl game ever played in the state of Wisconsin. This is the Culver's Isthmus Bowl from Verona Area High School on 100.5 ESPN.
time of the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN. The ESPN app in Wisconsin on demand back at Verona Area High School as the lights now shine on our field, beautiful field here on the great campus of Verona High School. As we count down toward our second half of action, Washington University of St. Louis with a 21-20 lead over the UW River Falls Falcons. Jesse Nelson alongside Mike Padol of ESPN Milwaukee. And Mike, we thought we would see offense. And seeing the points put on the board and the fashion it's been done here today, it's like you ordered fries and cheese curds with your value basket. <laughs> you know, Jesse, with, with, uh, and the last time I went, to my primary care physician they uh-huh. did a blood draw yeah and it came back uh 20 percent hemoglobin white cell blood count sure and 80 percent butter burger oh yeah yeah better brand of beef <laughs> but here in the culver's isthmus bowl we thought it would be fun with, with these two programs and their high flying spread offenses we were not disappointed the touchdowns weren't as prolific but you know with close to on pace for a thousand yards of offense almost 600 yards of offense in the first half it was fun to watch both offenses and how they uh use kind of different approaches for the spread but it's still attacking the defense and doing so quickly we saw high level plays hard hits um, it, it's just a really, really good game, and we thought it would be. I mean, the concept for the Isthmus Bowl uh, is is just excellent. And the way it was, the way it's figured out is pretty simple. There, with the solid conferences like the CCIW uh, and the WIAC, first place teams get in the tournament, and the second place teams get in the tournament, and so whoever's the third place teams would match up. That gets decided on the final weekend. So then you kind of know going in, you know, even if it comes down to the last week, you get a full week to prepare for your bowl game. And I think you'll see this going forward because director Mike Shaw did a great job drawing up the concept executing it it's a well-run event it's a lot of fun and uh i I can't wait to the second half it's it's these two teams are really evenly matched river falls had more offense in that half and dominated the stat line except the most important one the scoreboard 21 20 as we get ready to start the third quarter we will see which offense is the flavor of the day and comes away with the isthmus bowl trophy at the half 21 20 wash U leads river falls you're listening to the culver's isthmus bowl on 100.5 espn the espn app and wisconsin on demand Listening to the first college football bowl game ever played in the state of Wisconsin. This is the Culver's Isthmus Bowl from Verona Area High School on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. The Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Make it a double Butterburger as you join us this afternoon. Jesse Nelson alongside Mike Padol at Verona Area High School. 21-20, the Washington University Bears lead the River Falls Falcons in a battle between 
the WIAC and the CCIW, the first bowl game ever played in the state of Wisconsin. River Falls kicking left to right as we see it to begin the second half of action. Ball fielded at the 13-yard line, correction, the 23-yard line, running right out past the 25-30 to the 35-40 and all the way out near the 45-yard line before being brought down. Great return for Washington University. Trayton Lamphier, the junior, on the return. And that's something that has also helped Washington University in that first half. Their kick return game has set up the offense in really good position early on. It's one of the reasons why Washington University not only hung in there in the first half, but managed to take the lead. First down and 10. As we begin the third quarter out at the 44-yard line, good starting field position for Wash U. Here's the snap. Matt Rush, the quarterback, throws over the middle of the field. Incomplete past midfield intended for Colin Hoyt of the sophomore wide receiver. Second and 10 for the Bears. When you run up-tempo spread offense, you gotta make you, you got to make your reads and throw your passes fast. That time it was to the middle route, cutting, cutting inside. He kind of threw it low because there's a lot of traffic around. Second down and 10 for Wash U. Ball on the right hash. Three receivers set to the left. Nobody on the near side of the field on the right. Here's the snap. Rush throws out of the left side, out of the backfield. It's Cole Oakman. Ball came loose. River falls, claiming that they recovered it. And they did not. They're going to say that Oakman, the receiver, was down. After a gain of three out past the 45 to the 47, a brief conference from the officials. They determine that the course of action is correct, and it is second down and eight. They'll mark him at the 46 after a gain of two. Just terrific defensive coverage by the River Falls Falcon secondary that time, fighting through the wide receiver screen. I said second down. I stand corrected. It is third down and eight for Wash U. Matt Rush, the quarterback. In a shotgun set, one receiver to the near side on the left, three receivers to the right, ball on the left hash. Tail back to his left side is Emmanuel Ibram. Here's the snap for Rush. Pressure coming from the River Falls defense. Rush eludes it, throws it out front too far for Ibram out of the backfield. And the River Falls fans that surround us pleased with the defensive effort of the Falcons, forcing an errant pass and a punt from Wash U. Oh, Matt Rush is going to be thinking about that pass in bed tonight, tossing and turning because the back was wide open in the flat. And as Rush scrambled towards him, he threw the pass and the pass sailed over his head and got away from him as he couldn't plant and turn his shoulders Matt Rush is going to be crunching because that would have moved the chains. Instead the Bears are punting. As big a regret as ordering the regular chicken tenders instead of the buffalo ones. Punt is away and <laughs> it will drop out of bounds inside the 30 yard line up near the 26. That's where River Falls will begin its next offensive series led by quarterback Cole Henriksen. And Cole Henriksen had a great first half just putting up gaudy numbers as when I when I watch as as the temperature noticeably drops when the since the sun went down and it got darker I'm looking for the players from Arizona Georgia <laughs> California some cool weather here for sure but these teams being from the WIAC and the CCIW familiar with playing into the season into November in the cold temperatures no doubt absolutely not strangers to it it was interesting looking at the roster and analyzing how each team approaches recruiting and building their football program more on that in a moment first down pass for Hendrickson complete for one yard now a screen set up for Hushka on the right side blown up by the Wash U defense right away in on the 
stop, and that's dropped for a loss. Hushka going backwards, third down and long now for River Falls. Washington University of St. Louis defense pleading with the refs that that was a backward pass, and they had it. 13-20 to go in the third quarter. 21-20 our score. Wash U leads River Falls in the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl. Here's the snap for Hendrickson. Steps up in the pocket. Pump fake. Now throws right sideline. And it's caught. Yes! A catch, and I think it's good for a first down. Diving on the far sideline. Walking that sideline tightrope. Great quick pitch and catch to the perimeter. Move the chains. River Falls. I think Hushko was the receiver on that end who came up with it, and I think he stayed on the sideline. I don't think he's in the game the right now. The amazing Hushka walking the tightrope. <laughs> and then disappearing from the offense. Crazy. First down carry, Fugate running left side. Tried to get the edge, couldn't quite get there. Only gets two yards to the 40-yard line. Second down and eight for River Falls. Again, it's a high, up-tempo offense, and they'll quickly get to the line. They'll give them the 41, second down and seven. Shotgun formation, Hendrickson, two receivers right, one left. Now pump fakes left, goes right for a wide receiver screen. Jager Reisman, who has a touchdown reception in this game, running in the middle of the field, near first down yardage, but lost the football, and Washington University recovers. I mean, that was a great play inside screen, but a lot of hard hit at the end of that. Washington University just sticking, especially in the middle of the field and swarming on loose balls. And you talk about the cold nature of the evening, Mike. Different from, I mean, there were players for the River Falls team warming up without shirts on. That's how warm it was with the sun shining earlier today. Oh, yeah, uh, I had my jacket off. I'm sitting here uh, whistling Dixie, and all of a sudden, it's chilly. My cell phone was at 1% frozen. Uh -huh. Yeah, that'll happen to you. And so I wonder if that cold temperature has oh, something it, to do with it being able to hang out of the football. All the more. You know, everything hurts mm -hmm. a little more. Matt Rush looking to throw. He's going to be a little slow to get up after he's dropped for a sack by the River Falls defense back beyond midfield. This drive started at the River Falls 47, and they're now all the way back at the Wash U 49 and a loss of four on the sack. River Falls defense says, speaking of hurts a little more, let's put some more pressure on the quarterback. They've been dialing it up all day. Second down and 14 under 12 minutes to go. Third quarter, 21-20. Wash you with the ball on a one-point lead. 21-20. Running left side, Emmanuel Ebram, the running back, gets beyond midfield back near the original line of scrimmage where he is dropped by the River Falls defense. That's one thing. When you got a 3-5-3 defense defending the spread, you got linebackers and safeties that fly to the football on angles running downhill. That time River Falls got to the edge before the back could turn. Third and 11. Third down and 11. Two receivers right, one to the left. The tailback Ibram to the left side of the quarterback rush in the shotgun formation. Flag is thrown as the ball oh, was, was snapped. Encroachment or offside? Guessing it's a false, false start. start. False start the or encroachment. The officials confer. And it is a false start against Wash U. Back him up five yards to face now. Third down and 16. I love it when both linemen on both sides of the ball are pleading their case, like to the judge. <laughs> 
pleading it to the judge. The judge rules against you. Third and 16 with 11.15 to go in the third quarter. Wash U leading 21-20 in the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl at Verona Area High School. Jesse Nelson, Mike Padol, Hunter Vaughn, our producer in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Third and 16, Washington University very good at this deep ball. Rushing a shotgun, one receiver to the near side on the left, three to the right. Here's the snap looking left, Ibram out of the backfield, goes up and catches it with the left hand before he's run out of bounds back near the original line of scrimmage. A decent idea for Wash U to try and come up with something creative, but the River Falls defense was on it, and it's fourth down and long. Wash U will punt away. I mean, that pass looks like an alley-oop in basketball. I mean, that was high, and the back went up high to get it. 10.40 and counting to go here in the third quarter. Wash U with a one-point lead. Brings out the punter. It's Traden Trost. And he so, will punt it away. So if you're the River Falls defense, you did your job. You survived a quick change situation and a fumble turnover without Washington getting more points on the board. Michael Brown, the returner, signals for fair catch as a good punt is fielded at the 15-yard line. 10-13 to go, third quarter. 21-20, Wash U leads River Falls. Jesse Nelson, Mike Padol at Verona Area High School. Free Food Fridays on 100.5 ESPN Madison, brought to you by North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. North and South is Madison's favorite spot for smokehouse barbecue and seafood with craft cocktails, authentic wood-fired smokehouse items, and excellent seafood. You can't go wrong at one of their three locations in the Madison area today and check them out online at eatnorthandsouth.com. First down play for the River Falls Falcons with a flag thrown over on the left side of the field. Let's check the flag before we check the result of the play because I feel like this one's coming back. Oh, instead that flag actually came in later than I thought, Mike. A face mask is called on Wash U, which will move it 15 yards ahead. As it stood, it would have been about a three-yard gain, I think, for River Falls. Instead, they've got a first down. And I was just going to go into a long analysis of how special teams have played really well for Washington (laughs) University and then a 15-yard face mask. Left side run. Fugate gets outside the numbers to the 40, and he slides and falls after a gain of five. Second down and five for River Falls. They'll quickly get to the line. Fugate, the senior running back from Platteville, 12 touchdown rushes on the regular season, added one earlier in this game. Fugate again, running left, shy of the first down line to gain by about a half yard, dropped at the 44-yard line as they approach midfield. It's third down and one for River Falls. Again, it's very fun to watch. Shotgun snap, no huddle offenses from two teams, but how different their approach is. One receiver left, two right, Henriksen, quarterback keeper, straight up the middle, and he's got the first down to the 47-yard line. Cole Henriksen just needed one. He got three and moves the chains for the Falcons. Henriksen has responsibility to identify the defensive formation, find the hole, and option to a run. That time he did so masterfully. 
Two receivers to the right, one to the left, tailback, Fugate to the left side. Hendrickson takes the snap, wants to throw, goes right. Wide open man at midfield is caught near the shoestrings. It's hauled in by Alex Traxler, who runs forward past the 40, down to the 37-yard line. First down, River Falls, before Traxler is driven out of bounds. River Falls spread attack is fun to watch. The goal is lots of positive plays. Keep the defense on roller skates going backwards. You know, tempo, speed, lots of successful plays in a row. First down and 10 for the River Falls Falcons. 8.30 to go, third quarter, 21-20. Wash U leads River Falls in the Isthmus Bowl. Throw right side, Jagger Reisman working his way up the right sideline down to the 35 and stays in bounds on that sideline, driven down to the 32 for a gain of five. Second and five, River Falls lined to gain the 27. Jagger Reisman, I love that young man's game. No memory. You know, he had that fumble on his last... Uh, screen pass, no memory. How about the same play again? Reisman right side using the screen, spinning his way up the right sideline, first down yardage, steps out of bounds just inside the 25-yard line. First down, River Falls, and the Falcons with a scoring opportunity here in the third quarter, trailing by one. I mean, Reisman, 5'9", 189, he's just tough as nails. Ball on the right hash, three receivers left. They'll throw that way. Another screen set up. This time it's for Traxler, who works his way back to the inside part of the field. Inside the hashes, Traxler down to the 20, maybe the 19-yard line. Are you having fun watching this offense yet? It's like a mad scientist going to each side. It's like getting crazy with your mix-ins at Culver's. And speaking of which, Henriksen says, I'll take it myself to the end zone. Cole Henriksen, the senior quarterback. A design quarterback keeper was all alone on the right side of the field, and he takes it in for six. Cole Henriksen, the senior quarterback, saw no linebackers on the right side and said, I'm going that way. Put six on my stats. River Falls Falcons take the lead. 26-21, and it looks like head coach Matt Walker's keeping the offense out to go for two to try and make it a seven-point game. 7.20 to go in the third quarter, Mike. Just electric offensive execution on that drive. On the left hash, here's the snap. Hendrickson looks left, goes that way for a receiver. Juggled, bobbled, incomplete. The receiver ended up hauling it in. I think that was Grebner, the junior over there. He ended up completing the catch out of bounds, but juggled it as indicated by the official right on top of it as he was completing the process going out of bounds. As both officials were making the juggle sign where you hold your palms straight up and you move your arms wildly up and down, they must like doing that because they were both doing it. 7.20 to go, third quarter, River Falls 26. Wash U21. You're listening to the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN. You're listening to the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Jesse Nelson, Mike Padol, 26-21. River Falls takes the lead on Wash U. Kickoff is fielded by Colin Goldberg, the freshman for the Bears of Washington University in St. Louis. Goldberg spins his way forward to the 35-yard line where he's brought down, and the Bears will begin their next offensive series. While Wash U comes out to start the drive, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN. 
Hi, this is Adam Mertz. Catch ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day before and after every Wisconsin football game this season right here on 100.5 ESPN, WTLX, Monona, Madison. Jesse Nelson, Mike Padol, Hunter Vaughn, our producer in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Wash U, first down and 10. Ball on the left hash at the 35-yard line. Here's the snap. Quarterback Matt Rush hands it off. Emmanuel Ibram, the running back, plows forward to the 38-yard line for a gain of three. Both these teams just giving maximum effort out here in the Isthmus Bowl. Both wanting to take that silver ball trophy back to their school. It was actually the running back Ken Voris Campbell in off the bench getting the carry there. Now a quick pass left side complete and Colin Hoyta the sophomore tiptoeing up the left sideline near first down yardage. Yes he got it to the 45 yard line. First and 10 Wash U on a 7 yard catch by Hoyta. Hoyta is a freshman 6'2", 191, good size, strength, and speed. He's a talented player. 6.37 to go, third quarter, 26-21. River falls on top by five. Wash U with the football, short of midfield at the 45. Line to gain the other 45. Here's the snap. Rush throwing left side for Hoyda. One-hand catch, left sideline incomplete. That's They did that same exact play in the first half uh, with a one-arm catch to Hoyda running that same exact route. You tell me they don't practice that a million times <laughs> between those two guys. I mean, that's seven-on-seven seven reps all day long. Seven-on-seven seven passing leagues. Second down and ten for Wash U. Here's the snap. Rush throws right side. Complete short of midfield outside the numbers. Broken tackle. Running room up the right sideline and driven out of bounds inside the 35-yard line. Nice catch and run. Colin Goldberg again, the freshman. Goldberg moves the chains. Wash U on the move, trailing by five. You get Goldberg on an island on the wide side of the field. He makes his defender miss, and then the back, the back uh, defender with an arm tackle, he shakes it and he gets a big yard. Here's the snap, a handoff again and straight up the middle, number 29, Ken Voris Campbell, the freshman tailback, drives forward, diving short of the first down line to gain, but a good chunk of yardage. He gained about seven yards, maybe eight, up near the 25-yard line. Yeah, Aaron Keene likes his running back, or his running backs built and, and muscular because both backs used for the Bears are just powerful runners. Rush in the shotgun formation, ball in the right hash, one receiver on the near side to the right, two to the left. Rush takes the snap, goes right over the top, incomplete, intended for a diving Goldberg on the far right side. Third down and two, I like the play call though, Mike, going deep on third and short. Well, well that's their awesome, that, that's just an, their go-to bread and butter play, that teardrop pass to the outside shoulder that he drop that uh, Rush just drops into the bucket. You know, I mean, he's really good at that, prolifically so. Matt Rush, the junior quarterback from Hinsdale, Illinois, takes the snap on third and two, fakes the give, throws a slant over the middle of the field, in and out of the hands of the intended receiver, Cole Oakman, incomplete. And it's fourth down and two for Wash U. And I got to think, Mike, they're going for it. Absolutely, fourth and two, definitely. Uh, gettable yardage here to keep a drive going and move towards the red zone. Fourth down and two. 5.18 to go in the third quarter. Ball in the right hash. Three receivers left, one right. The lone tailback Campbell to the left side of quarterback Matt Rush. The River Falls fans in attendance right around us. Some standing, many making noise, stomping on the bleachers. An adjustment at the line of scrimmage for Wash U. 
Rush directing traffic in the backfield. Now awaits the snap. Trying to draw River Falls offsides. Now takes the snap. Rush steps up in the pocket. Throws deep to the end zone. Too far incomplete. Intended for Oakman who had a step on the defender. It's incomplete and a turnover on downs. That's a big stop for the River Falls defense. Yeah, there are just a few passes Rush has had tonight where he's been a little over-anxious, a little too strong on the ball. And conceptually, that was a great drawn-up play. Wide receiver going one-on-one across the middle, got some separation by about two yards. That would have been six. 5-13 to go in the third quarter. 26-21. River Falls leads Wash U in a turnover on downs. River Falls and Cole Hendrickson, the senior quarterback, have it on first down and 10. Hendrickson fakes the give, wants the throw downfield. Complete to the 40-yard line. Into the air, Jagger Reisman, the sophomore, hauls it in. Down to the 41-yard line. River Falls quick to the line on a big gain on their first play. He's been running wild in this in this second half. He's just catching everything in sight. Ball on the right hash, a lot of bunch of receivers over on the right side. They'll throw it that way again for Reisman trying to use a screen, but too many Wash U defenders in on the tackle for Reisman to find any running avenues. That was a cool-looking formation. That was to the short side of the field, four wide receivers in a diamond formation, and... Uh, to do a three-man receiver screen. A lot of, a lot of traffic over there. First, or Second down and nine, I should say, as Hendrickson takes the snap. Had a touchdown run on his last drive. This time he tries to run left. Washi was waiting for him on an only one-yard gain again. Sets up third down and eight. So you go to four receivers on the short side. What's the very next play? Quarterback draw to the opposite <laughs> wide side. The next play. Hendrickson takes the snap on third down and eight. Throws right side. Catch. Complete. Looked like it was nearly intercepted, shy of midfield. Hauled in by Charlie Hushka. And River falls short of the first down line to gain. It's fourth down and a long two. And they're keeping the offense out. No second guessing. Matt Walker saying, let's go. 3.50 to go, third quarter, leading by five. Here's the snap. The carry for Fugate. Up the middle. Fugate breaks, tackles forward and into Wash U territory to the 40-yard line, converting on fourth and short. River Falls have been attacking that interior, that middle, all day long with the draw play. Fugate running angry, moves the chains again for River Falls. Injury timeout, a Wash U player banged up with 3.43 to go in our third quarter. We'll step aside. 26-21, River Falls leads Wash U. You're listening to the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN. Out of the injury timeout. First down and 10 for River Falls, pass complete right side. And Ben Bisey, the tight end, able to pick up five yards to the 35-yard line. Second down and five for River Falls, leading 26-21. Now the snap, Hendrickson keeps it himself going forward, muscling, diving, has first down yardage inside the 30 to the 29-yard line, first and 10 River Falls. How about that combo? You go to the perimeter, your 6'5 strong tight end, follow it up with a draw play. 2.50 to go, third quarter. River Falls up by five. Hendrickson fakes the give. Goes deep to the corner of the back of the end zone. Hauled in with a sliding catch. Touchdown. River Falls. Charlie Hushka, the senior wide receiver from New Lisbon, catches a touchdown pass in the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. 
Hushka says, let me show off my skills with a baseball slide to the back corner of the end zone. Put six on my stats. What a catch. Like a better brand of beef in a butter burger. That's Charlie Hushka with a better brand of football hauling in a touchdown in the back of the end zone. 32-21. River falls up 11. Point after pending. That was pretty Jesse Nelson. That's a pretty play. Good snap, good hold, kick is through the uprights, and good. 33-21, River Falls leads Wash U with 2.41 to go in our third quarter. You're listening to the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN. You're listening to the first college football bowl game ever played in the state of Wisconsin. This is the Culver's Isthmus Bowl from Verona Area High School on 100.5 ESPN. Largest lead of the game for either team. River Falls 33, Wash U 21 with 2.41 to go in the third quarter of the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl at Verona Area High School. Jesse Nelson, Mike Padol, Hunter Vaughn, our producer in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. An exceptional touchdown reception from Charlie Hushka, the senior wide receiver for the River Falls Falcons, extending the River Falls lead. Now the kickoff fielded by Wash U up the right sideline at the 25-yard line, turned inside of the 32 wash U sets up first down and 10 the last two offensive drives and possessions by the river falls falcons have been picture perfect and beautiful i'm starting to become obsessed with the amount of plays that they're running on on with the just gaudy offensive numbers 85 plays run in the, and we're in the third quarter. 476 yards offense for River Falls. First down play, Matt Rush complete over the middle to tight end Sam Fenske right near the first down line to gain at the 43-yard line. It's good for 10 yards, and the chains move. First and 10, Wash U. Ball right in the middle of the field at the Verona Wildcat paw print logo. Just the far reaches of it as it extends for 17, maybe 18 yards from 141-yard line to the other. Pass incomplete on first down to the right sideline. Second and 10, Wash U. And Jesse Nelson, you know how you get to 85 plays run? How's that? You go 10 of 15 on third down conversion. That'll work. River Falls doing a good job of managing the down and distance. Now, conversely, Washington University is 2 of 8 on third down. They're their success has come more vertically. 2.09 to go, third quarter, second and 10. Pressure coming, rush back to throw, trying to roll out to the right side. He is dragged down from the shoulders behind. A loss of five on the sack for River Falls, and it's third down and long again for the Bears of Washington University. River Falls doing a nice job of bringing quarterback pressure from the backside. They've done that all day long. Officially goes down as a loss of eight on that sack from where Rush was brought down back at the 36-yard line. The first down line to gain is the 47 of River Falls. A big third and 18 for the Bears of Washington University. Throw right side in and out of the hands of Brown incomplete. The defensive back for River Falls, Michael Brown, who had an interception earlier today, nearly had a second with pick six on the mind. It falls incomplete out of bounds, fourth and 18. Wash U will punt it away. Michael Brown from six foot 175 from Victoria, Minnesota. He was looking at his hands like they betrayed him on that because that was a pick six. 
Fourth and 18, Wash U to punt. Trost again, in to kick it away. And if you're Wash U's defense, and that one was partially deflected and fielded by River Falls in Wash U territory, falling on it at the 47-yard line. Big break for the Falcons. And Mike, I was just about to say, if you're Wash U, you gotta be starting to think River Falls, the way they score points, you can't really afford to kick it away much more at this stage of the game. Now you give River Falls excellent starting field position to boot. I mean, that's just a heads up football play by Bailey Germain, the senior linebacker, six foot one, 190, out of New Richmond, Wisconsin. He's played a lot of football. He, he grabbed that ball. He's just a blocked man in the interior on punt, punt team. He was heads up. Henriksen on first down, rolls right, throws right sideline, complete to the 41-yard line. Andy Grebner, the junior, number eight in the home red jerseys for the River Falls Falcons on the receiving end for a gain of six. I mean, you're playing that second level on punt return team. Your, your job is to look at who's coming downfield at you and he kept his eye on the football. Henriksen uh -oh. handoff, fumble. Looks like River Falls was able to jump on it. Both Henriksen and Fugate miscommunication on the handoff, but they both were able to hop right on the football as it fell to the turf before any Wash U defenders could. River Falls having some ball security issues tonight. That's probably the single thing holding back them from not having more than 37 points with over 550 yards off. I'd agree with you. Third and six, pass over the middle, complete. Reisman inside the 30, down to the 27-yard line, takes a hard hit again as he hauls in the catch and moves the chains for River Falls. We talked about Reisman's short memory. How much guts does he have on top of that? He, all night long, he just goes on the middle and takes hard hits. Six seconds left in the third quarter. Last play of this quarter is a run. Fugate right side to the numbers near the 20-yard line in a gain of about seven. And that means the third quarter of play has come to Woo! a conclusion. 15 minutes to go in the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl. UW-River Falls 33, Washington University 21. You're listening to the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN. You're listening to the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Fourth quarter of the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. The first bowl game ever played in the state of Wisconsin. Jesse Nelson, Mike Padola at Verona Area High School. UW-River Falls with a 33-21 lead over the Washington University Bears. First down completed pass right side for River Falls from quarterback Cole Henriksen for a gain of six, setting up second down and four for the Falcons. Now here's the snap. Henriksen on a design keeper, runs right side, skips his way forward near the 15-yard line. Good for a River Falls first down. I mean, Hen Cole Henriksen is just... He, he's magnificent at reading defensive positioning and where the linemen are on the line. And if there's, if you're lacking personnel on up front, he's going to QB draw it. Henriksen this time throws left side. It's complete to Alex Traxler, tiptoeing his way, sidestepping near the line inside the five, down to the two, maybe the one, where he's dragged down just short of the first down. Trickeration Nation rears its head again. A double pass, Jesse Nelson. A pass backwards to the back of the flat, who then threw 
the pass to the perimeter. I think that was number 14, Caleb Blaha, the freshman, if I saw it correctly, who delivered that pass to Traxler. First and goal at the one for River Falls, trying to make it a three-score game. Here's the snap, and a keeper. Up oh. the middle, touchdown, River Falls. That was Ben Bizey on the direct snap, the senior tight end finding the end zone, extending the Falcon lead in the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. When River Falls gets near the goal line, they insert Ben Bizey, six foot five, 255, direct snap to him as a fullback, and he hammers the hole and gets in for six. Falcon offense soaring right now. Point after attempt is up and through the uprights. Good. 40 to 21. River falls suddenly up 19 with 14 minutes and change to go in the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl. Three offensive possessions for River Falls. Three excellent drives all the way downfield, just using short balls. To, uh, to all areas of the field to move downfield. The totals now are 93 plays and 519 yards of offense to go with 40 points. This Whoop. is the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN. Remember, every week, tune in for Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN. For nearly 50 years, Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or head to ZimbrickHonda.com to search inventory. I mean, 90 offensive plays, 92 offensive plays. That's just ridiculous. Can you imagine if Aaron Rodgers for the Green Bay Packers would get 92 <laughs> plays, what he would do? Unbelievable. I mean, the they're going to have well over 100 plays in this game. River Falls looking to cap off what has been a special season already. Most wins in a single season since 1996. Looking to match with a win today. The most wins in school history with nine in a single season. They are 8-2 and two overall entering play today as the kickoff returned by Wash U up to the 36-yard line. First down and 10 for the Bears with 13.55 to go in the game. Washington University of St. Louis doing a nice job on special teams of returning their, of their kick return game. They've been doing that all, all game long, and, and it should be noted that the special teams coordinator um, for for. Uh, Washington University was their former head coach. Handoff right side running that direction. Ibram gets about five yards. Correction, that was actually Tennyson Holmes, the senior. They split time in the backfield. Holmes picks up five. Second down and five for Wash U. Larry Kindbaum, and, and he coached head football coach Aaron Keene when Aaron Keene went to Washington University. Handoff, Holmes again, running, lowering the shoulder. Only a yard, maybe two out to the 42-yard line. Third down and five for Wash U, trailing by three scores, 40-21. to 21. So Keene gets a head, head job two years ago at his alma mater. He asks his coach, who he even said to you, is my, my, one of my mentors. He's mm -hmm. like a father figure in my life. This is a college coach. He said he's like a mentor. So he asked him to stay on and be special teams coordinator. And their special teams are just rock solid. 
fantastic unit on that special team side for, led by Coach K, as he's affectionately known for Wash U. On third down and four out of the flat oh right my. side, Holmes bumped out of bounds, not even close to the first down line to gain, shy of the 45-yard line, and they need the 47 for a first down. It's fourth down and a long four for Wash U, and desperation time for the Bears. And it looks like they're actually going to bring the punting unit out. A line change, and the Wash U team is going to kick it away. Dil Dylan Brown, the defensive back, he's a freshman, 6'3 from Homestead. Played at Homestead in Mequon, Wisconsin. Homestead played in a state championship game yesterday. Uh, falling short to Wanakee, but Homestead, 6'3, 180 defensive back. He laid a wallop. He would have won a state championship a few years ago when Homestead was in it at Camp Randall Stadium. 2018, if I remember correctly, fear, excuse me, fair catch fielded back inside the 15-yard line by River Falls on a good right. punt by Trost. But now River Falls gets the ball at their own 12 after WashU punts it away with 12.02 to go. And River Falls with a 19-point advantage. This could be it right here. Yeah, 12 minutes to go. The order of the day for River Falls has been many, many plays. That's what I keep talking about because it's fascinating. Here's the snap on first down. A carry for Fugate up the middle. Gets about five yards or maybe a little less than that as he extends out past the 15-yard line. That play was ran from the 13-yard line where the drive started. So, so, so they'll give so, him three to the 16. So somehow... Your defensive coordinator for Washington University, the order of the day is to get them off the field. Henriksen throwing dangerously, being chased, and it's incomplete over the middle of the field. Had a couple of receivers in the vicinity, including Brady Agramson, the sophomore from New Richland, Minnesota. But that uh, was a dangerous throw by Henriksen deep in his yeah, own territory. And the urgency starting to show for Washington University as they brought the pressure that time from both sides. 11.34 to go in the game. 40-21, to 21, River Falls leads Wash U. Facing third down and seven. Clock stopped. River Falls and quarterback Cole Henriksen awaiting the snap. Henriksen takes it, rolls left, looking downfield, has a few men open, throws on the left sideline, complete to the 27-yard line, good for a first down. Hushka on the receiving end. We heard a lot about these receivers on River Falls, that they've got three electric receivers. They are all as advertised as Hushka has been making play after play. The offensive coordinator coaches the wide receivers as well. And every time River Falls picks up a first down, it's a devastating blow to the Wash U defense. One-on-one -on -one coverage over on the right sideline, incomplete. River Falls... Fans looking for a pass interference call as that ball was thrown incomplete. Looking for Greibner over on the right sideline. Looked like there was a lot of contact there, Mike. I don't blame yeah, them for wanting the call. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of grabbing going on. Clock stops with 11.07 to play in the game. River falls up 19. Henriksen rolls right. Little dump pass for the tight end, Bizey, who muscles his way forward, lowering a shoulder past the 35 near the 37 for a gain of, we'll call it seven, setting up third down and three. Bizey got a little shaken up on that play. That was an another tough hit inside. You know, cross the middle at your own peril here tonight at the Isthmus Bowl. 
River Falls third down and three at the 36-yard line. Line to gain is the 39. The way River Falls and Coach Matt Walker have gambled throughout the day, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't pick it up if they go for it here. Up 19. Here's the snap. Might not have to worry about it. Fugate plowing forward. He stood up, though, at the 39, and it's enough for a first down. I wasn't sure they would give him enough for the spot on the first down, yeah, but they give Fugate a generous one to the 40. As you said, generous spot. Fugate runs hard, though, and moves forward, keeps his legs churning, and that's enough to move the chains when there's doubt. First down and 10, River Falls. Here's the snap. Henriksen keeps it himself, running left, turns upfield at midfield, spins forward near first down yardage right at the 50. Henriksen just says, run where they ain't. And that's what he's doing. All, all He's going to the vacant area every single time he sees one. He attacks it with the QB draw. Under 10 minutes to go. River falls to the line of scrimmage up 19, first and 10. Here's the snap. Hendrickson hands off for Fugate running right side. Gets two or three yards. And if I'm the Wash U defense right now, Mike Padola, what I'm feeling like is every time you're sitting at Culver's and you see the tray come out and you think it's your number that they're bringing it to and it ends up being somebody else, you get a little like, oh, come on. Oh, it's just, on that's what this defense has to feel like right now. Desperation. Like, where is it? The little triangle number. Please be my order. <laughs> and he always loved when you get a number that matches one of your favorite players. Like, oh, sweet. 87, I got Jordy Nelson. I got Hushka. 83. Momentary stoppage here with 9.24 so, to go in the game. So with the spread offense and the way River Falls is attacking, I'll tell you about what a coach once told me that I thought was really interesting. Second down and seven. What a tease by Mike Padol. We'll hear that in a moment. Here's the snap for Hendrickson. Looks left. Now throws right. Too far incomplete with an open man with a couple of steps on the defender. And a flag comes down late after the play. This will be a 15-yarder depend, you know, with what happened there when the flag came out. I'm, I'm guessing it's a late call for pass interference based on the reaction of the River Falls fans. We'll see what it is. Yeah, holding. Yeah, holding penalty against the defense. And it's an automatic first down for River Falls because of it. The defender has his palms held high to the sky, as in, what? Where did that come from? That was pretty obvious, as it was seen by many of the fans here in the stands all around us but at Corona that, Area High School. It's a byproduct of the way this, this River Falls offense is relentless right now. Hendrickson takes the snap, fakes the give, pump fake left, now carries it himself up past the 35-yard line. I mean, it's relentless. Think about the massive number of plays that this offense has put on. We're up to 102 plays. 102 plays of offense, 564 yards, 40 points. After time, if you're a defensive unit, it's stressful. You're being stressed in all areas of the field. We got eight, eight, almost nine minutes to go in this game, but River Falls starting to impose their will. Snap for Hendrickson. Fugate out of the backfield has the catch. Turns it upfield inside the 30 down to the 29-yard line. Short of the first down line to gain. Sets up a manageable third and short, though, for UW River Falls. River Falls averages 43 points a game on the season, 533 yards of offense. So they've exceeded the yardage today, but not the points just yet. We'll see if they can do that here. Hendrickson throws inside the 20, complete to the 17-yard line. 
They are in a rhythm and in a groove. They're feeling, you can see their confidence growing now. They feel like they can do whatever they want offensively right now. The Falcon offense just in a groove, cooking. Alex Traxler on the receiving end fell to a knee after hauling it in. Eight minutes to go. River falls up 19. Here's the snap. Hendrickson throws complete to Reisman inside the five-yard line before he's driven backward. First down and goal. River falls on a 12-yard completion. Hendrickson to Reisman. Hendrickson, he's like Oprah right now. And you get a pass. And you get a pass. And you get a pass. First and goal down to Everyone the, gets a pass. They'll give them the four-yard line, it says on the score. Well, it looks like the six-yard line here. So here's the snap. Hendrickson fakes going one way, takes it the other, extends to the goal line. Touchdown, River Falls. The cherry on top of their Culver's Isthmus Bowl Sunday with 7.32 to go in the game. Hendrickson says, I see no defender there. I'm going there. Put six on my stats. River Falls Falcons flying high. 46-21, the Falcons lead. It's been all River Falls in this second half. They trailed 21-20 at the break. 26 unanswered points as it stands right now. They'll go for two to try and make it 28. This has been an explosion. They're putting on a show. Henriksen rolls right now, looks back across his body, throws left, hauled in, touchdown on the two-point conversion, Bizey. Uh, 7.32 to go, and it's 48-21. Oh, they're just showing off now, Jesse. It was a rollout to the right. Henriksen stops, turns, pivots, releases a pretty floater to his tight end, releasing to the backside of the end zone for a successful two-point conversion, 48-21. You're listening to the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app in Wisconsin On Demand. The Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN. Jesse Nelson, Mike Padola at Verona Area High School. Kickoff fielded by Wash U at the 20-yard line. Return up the middle to the 25-30-35, diving forward to the 36-yard line. The Washington University Bears take over first down and 10, trailing now. 48-21 in the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl. Mike Padol, it's been an offensive showcase in this second half for River Falls. So you want to see what the spread offense is all about. What you, you tuned in today because you wanted to see what all the hype was about. How about 106 plays, 601 yards for River Falls? Matt Rush, the quarterback of WashU, throws it for Campbell out of the backfield, and Campbell takes it upfield on the right sideline, tiptoeing his way past midfield inside the 45, down to the 43-yard line. First down and 10, WashU with 7.15 to go in the game. That's been an extremely successful play for Washington University at St. Louis, the running back releasing into the flat. And how about the same thing again? Rush throws right side. Campbell stiff arms a defender. Now two down inside the 40 near the 38-yard line. He is run out of bounds by a couple of River Falls defenders. Ken Voris Campbell from Eudora, Arkansas. 5'10", 205. He's only a sophomore. He's already rippling with muscles. You can imagine him getting in the college strength and conditioning weight room for a whole year. He's going to be tough to deal with as he comes back in subsequent years. At the 41-yard line injury timeout momentarily as River Falls as a player escorted off the field. 
7.01, and now the clock ticks under seven minutes to go in the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl at Verona Area High School. Washington University of St. Louis with the ball trailing 48-21. They have not scored in this second half after leading 21-20 at the break. Matt Rush, the quarterback, steps up in the pocket, takes off himself, brought down at the 40-yard line. It will be third down and six for Wash U on the gain of one for Rush. The, the story of the game, while River Falls has only had one punt in 602 plays, or, in, or 601 yards, 106 plays, Third downs and fourth down efficiency, two for 12 on third and fourth down for Washington University. That's kind of the tale of this game. Ball spotted in the middle of the field, two receivers left, two right. Rush, the quarterback, with Campbell, the tailback, to his left. 6.15 to go, clock ticks as Rush looks to the sideline and head coach Aaron Keene. Rush now takes the snap, steps up, fires deep downfield, has a man wide open at the 15. It's hauled into the 10, 5, tiptoeing into the end zone. Touchdown, Wash U. Matt Rush with the pretty, pretty luck, with the pretty timing play. To Wide receiver Jared Harrison, the senior, hauls it in and takes it the distance for the Bears to remain alive in the Culver's Isthmus Bowl. Jared Hen- Henderson, six foot one ninety five, the senior from Dixon, Illinois, broke free behind the secondary, caught an arcing rope of a pass, and takes it into the end zone. And let's see what's going on here now. Head coach Matt Walker talking to the officials. All right, so we've got a personal foul against Colin Goldberg of Wash U celebrating the touchdown trailing 48-27. So that penalty will be enforced on the kickoff. The touchdown stands because the penalty occurred after the play. Yeah, and that was actually an off-the-ball personal foul. Uh, and that's the uh, byproduct of frustration. I mean, the, the Washington University St. Louis Bears have scored pretty quickly a quick strike offense. They just can't get off the field on defense. The extra point for Chris Vartanian is blocked by River Falls. So the point after attempt, no good. It remains a 21-point game with 6.01 to go. 48-27, River Falls leads Wash U. You're listening to the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN. This is the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. to go, 48-27, Wash U trailing by 21, kicking off to River Falls in the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl. And Mike Padole, you got to be thinking onside kick here, right? Absolutely. you got to give a shout-out. That last, that extra point block, big number 95, Carson Steen of River Falls, a defensive lineman, freshman, 6'6", 290, from Big, Big Lake, Minnesota. Big man from Big Lake. Getting his big paw up there to block that extra point. That sounds like a guy who's been around a butter burger and a value fry or two. Here's the kickoff. It is fielded by Caleb Blaha 
on a bounce at the 30-yard line. So while we thought it might be an onside attempt for WashU, they do kick it deep. And River Falls able to field it and return it up past the 40-yard line to the 42. And it should be noted that while I'm obsessed and fascinated with plays and yards for River Falls, Hunter Vaughn back in the studio goes, Mike Pinole, we're almost at 1,000 yards offense for the game. 67 yards to go, Mike. Oh, my. To hit 1,000 combined between these two teams. Here's the snap. Hendrickson hands it off. And only one yard bringing us down to 66 more needed for 1,000 yards the in this fireworks game. are flying at the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl here in Verona, Fugate, outside Madison. Fugate, the senior running back, was the one on the carry there, and River Falls looks to the sideline, letting that clock run. This is not something that River Falls is accustomed Well, I guess they're accustomed to with the games that they've led by so much in throughout this season, but the way they like to play offense, as we've seen for the first three and a half quarters, they don't like to take their time. But with 5.30 to go, they will do just that up by 21. Hendrickson rolls left now. It's a handoff, and look at all the running room for Fugate. Pass midfield to the 45-30, brought down shy of the 35-yard line. A burst from Luke Fugate with 5.06 to go. River Falls back in WashU territory. And while that wasn't a trick play, a dynamic use of like a counter draw to the backside that time is something... That's the other thing, the wide variety of plays that River Falls is is showcasing here tonight. Super impressive. 445 and counting in the game. 48-27. River Falls up 21. Here's the snap design keeper for the senior Hendrickson who gets inside the 35-yard line. Clock runs on a gain of about six yards for the senior Hendrickson from Farmington, Minnesota. And Mike Hendrickson... You want to talk about a well-accomplished WIAC quarterback, Hendrickson, right at the top of that list. Absolutely, and he's been he's been showcasing his talents here. The WIAC, River Falls, had their best season since 1996, and now we're seeing why. Fun to watch. Hendrickson takes it again himself, sidesteps a couple of defenders, works his way inside the 30 to the 25, down to the 24-yard line. First down, River Falls, Cole Henriksen. He threw four touchdown passes to one receiver, Andy Grebner. That's a single-game record against UW-Stout back on November 6th. And then Henriksen broke a River Falls program record with 22 passing touchdowns in that same game. And, of course, he's only added to that total since, but Henriksen, when you talk about some of the accolades, there's more that we could look at, but he has been a dynamic player today and a lot of the reason for River Falls seeing so much success this season. Well, and and with this being the inaugural Isthmus Bowl, everything's a record. Lots of luck (laughs) topping these numbers right out the gate. You set the bar high if you're River Falls. And uh, Washington University, as the clock runs now after a one-yard gain on first down, coming up on three minutes to play, looks like it's only a formality at this case. WashU's had a successful season, Mike. I mean, finishing Absolutely. seven and three in the CCIW, seven and two in conference play. They finish in third, only behind the number one ranked team in the country, North Central. Uh, I mean, they they are a good football team. Here's the. Second down and nine play for River Falls. Another gain of about three yards for Henriksen. So they lost their, Washington University lost their opening game to uh, 
Chicago uh, non-conference game. And then the only other two losses they had were to North Central, like you said, the number one ranked team yep. in Division Three, and then Wheaton, mm-hmm. who's also in the tournament, the second-place team. So, you know, you get now they're rewarded Washington University of St. Louis with that, you know, third-place finish, but a berth here in a bowl game. Hendrickson hands off for Fugate, who's able to move forward inside the 15, down near the 12-yard line. Good for a first down for UW-River Falls with 2.07 to go. As, as they we run out the clock here, Mike. Well, as we keep racking up play after play and positive yardage, I'm going to give a shout-out to the UW-River Falls offensive coordinator, Joe Matheson. I mean, he's been creative. He's been attacking for balance, and, and when I talk about attacking for balance, that one, uh, a spread offense coach once told me, he said, think of the defense like a pizza uh, dough on a plate that you're, you're stretching it. You're stretching it every way, and you're looking for where the hole forms. And that's why, you know, the defense is a pizza dough, and you're spreading it out. I like to think of it more like a cheese curd that you're frying to golden perfection. At your local Culver's. How yeah, about if that? If you mash it and see where the <laughs> hole is. The curd burger. <laughs> the curd burger. That's sold out in a heartbeat. Minute 15 to go. Second down and 10. River Falls at the, or actually second down and about six the, for River the Falls. The curd at the burger sold out line. so fast it was just a rumor to me. <laughs> Me as well. Can't wait for it to come back at some point. The Isthmus Bowl Trophy has made its way out onto the field, Mike, on the far right side of the field. Can't wait to see the River Falls players storm to uh, collect that trophy in just a few moments. River Falls wants 50 here. They're trying to get into that end zone. Hendrickson rolls right down to the five-yard line. Clock runs with 40 seconds to go, and there is an injured Wash U player back at the 15-yard line, which will force us to pause with 38 seconds to go. And, and testament, again, as the player limps off the field from the athletic trainer, these Division three non-scholarship athletes work so hard that, that I, I was told by more than one Division three head football coach that athletes who, who play four years of Division three college football, by the time they graduate with their degree, if you go on to look ahead down the road, they're super successful professionally. And if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense yeah. because they got to study hard, they got to get their grades, they got to earn their degree while they're getting up extra early to work out, to go to practice. They're living that student athlete life for no extra scholarship. And and on top of that, then that pays off because when they get in the workplace, they're really competitive and successful. Hendrickson takes a knee. The celebration is on for the fans of UW River Falls, matching the most wins in a single season in school history. And for the first time, they are champions in the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl. Fantastic. Congratulations to the University of of Wisconsin River Falls Falcons. They get to finish their season now with a W. That doesn't, that's never happened. They've never had that opportunity in their history at River Falls. And what a season by Coach Matt Walker. Just kudos. And what an event here tonight. This was fun. 
48-27, River Falls defeats Washington University of St. Louis to win the Culver's Isthmus Bowl at Verona Area High School. We'll step aside, be back as the trophy presentation occurs down on the field. We'll get Mike Padol's final thoughts on the first ever bowl game played in the state of Wisconsin. You're listening to the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN. Listening to the first college football bowl game ever played in the state of Wisconsin. This is the Culver's Isthmus Bowl from Verona Area High School on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. The Culver's Isthmus Bowl concludes with UW River Falls defeating Washington University of St. Louis by the final score of 48 to 27. From Verona Area High School, Jesse Nelson alongside Mike Padole as the Culver's Isthmus Bowl trophy is presented to the We Are the Champions song from Queen at midfield of Verona's football field here. Mike, a fantastic, entertaining football game. Division three college football on full display. Offense, offense, offense. River Falls comes away with a 48-27 win. You couldn't ask for a more fun game for an inaugural event that's destined to be a crown jewel in the Division Three uh, world of college football as River Falls just put on a show offensively. Some of the numbers were just unbelievable. You know, 115 plays run, 653 yards, you know, 48 points, and where it really told the tale tonight was on third downs, their third down conversions, 16 of 21 on third down. They had, uh, with all those plays, they had 44 first downs. So so the crazy thing about that, if you think about it, when you get 44 thir- first downs, <laughs> you're not get going vertically. You're You're – just working your offense. You're just mm-hmm. grinding like a machine. You're chop, 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 chop all the way downfield. And it was really fun to watch. It was excellence of execution, especially in that second half. I, I think the Falcons were flawless. River Falls matches a school record for wins in a single season with nine wins on the year, finishing the regular season 8-2 and two and wrapping up its season with a Culver, Culver's Isthmus Bowl championship. Mike Padol, final thoughts here from Verona Area High School as we celebrate uh, really a fantastic event led by bowl game director Mike Shaw, Culver's, and everybody here at Verona Area High School that made this possible. Kudos to Mike Shaw. Brilliant idea. Excellent execution of brilliant idea. And a showcase event topped off by an entertaining, fun football game on the field by hardworking, dedicated, non-scholarship athletes in Division Three. What do you say we head over to Culver's afterward, Mike? You got the butter burgers this time? Cheese curds on you? Uh, I'll give you a couple scoopy tokens. Bingo. We'll see what we can arrange. Once again, our final score from Verona Area High School, 
48-27. UW-River Falls defeats Washington University of St. Louis in the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl. For our producer, Hunter Vaughn, back in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios downtown on the Capitol Square. And for Mike Padole of ESPN Milwaukee, my name is Jesse Nelson. Congratulations to the University of Wisconsin-River Falls Falcons. Nine wins on the season, matching a school record, and the champions of the inaugural Culver's Isthmus Bowl. 48-27, your final score. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. This has been the Culver's Isthmus Bowl on 100.5 ESPN.